Welcome back, everybody, to another edition of Unbashful. I, of course, am your host, Nicholas Doucette, and as the title suggests, this episode will be covering, in my own subjective opinion, my top 10 of the year, as well as some honorable mentions, and we actually have a lot of other things we're going to talk about. We're going to talk about some of the films that are coming out this year. We're going to be talking about... uh, possible recast of Kang. I know we covered it on the other episode, but there's been some more news and some more developments regarding that and one specific actor who's apparently at the top of Marvel's list. And uh, I'm not going to spoil the rest. We have some other unrelated movie topics that we'll talk about toward the end. And uh, I think it'll be a fun episode. But sitting across from me is a recurring unbashful guest and one of my best friends, Shazun Kareem. Shazun, thanks for coming on, brother. How you doing? I'm doing good, yo. It's fun to be back on uh, your podcast. It's always a pleasure. Last time I was with uh, Braden here, and it was a fun time, so For sure. I'm, I'm glad to return. Yeah, I'm doing good. How about yourself? I'm doing good, man. A little, a little stressed out. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm enjoying the holidays, but there's always something, something nagging in the background, but anyways. It's like always, like holidays, you know? It's like good, good and bad, so. Yeah. yeah, yeah. The thing about the holidays is like, uh, after that first week of the, of like, you know, being off of school is always the best because you're just enjoying yourself. You're resting. You got mm. your feet up, and then after that first week, at least for me, there's always that that nagging voice in the head of like, "Got to get back to doing this. Got to get back to doing that." And I think a lot of that has to do with, you know, social media and everything like that. You know, pressure and everything like that. But that's not why we're here today. <laughs> uh, let's get into the movie. So. I'm trying to think of how we should start, how we should kind of dive into this. Do you want to start with your honorable mentions? My honorable mentions. I have to look at my list here. I, we watched a lot of movies this year together. Yeah. Uh, Nick and I, my brother, Sherrod. Uh, I think majority of the films I've watched with you and him, right, this year. So so I'm pretty sure like our lists are not going like, to differ a lot from each other. But uh, honorable mentions this year. Uh, Marvel's... Guardians of the Galaxy 3. I think mm-hmm. it's a good movie. I mean, we, enjoy, we watched it together with our friends. And uh, I enjoyed it a lot. Uh, I don't think it could crack my top 10 because I think there's 10 better films this year. But I think it was a great movie. And it was probably the last good project they've, they're gonna, they've put out and they're probably going to put out for a while. So, yeah, that was a fun time. Um, my, like, underrated, f- like, the most, like, this came out of nowhere is Bottoms. Uh, Bottoms was a really funny movie to me. And I thought I had a great time while watching it. Like, its its humor was very... It reminds me of, sh- of stuff you used to watch when you were younger. Like, the, mm-hmm. the comic, the funny, raunchy comedies. Like, it's almost like it's kind of making fun of, like, the culture we have today. And uh, I think it was a great time and a great watch. And, uh, yeah. I have The Killer, which was a great... Uh, was a, it was a great movie. I think I enjoyed it the, the first time around much more. Just because I haven't seen a... A David Fincher film in a while. I love his movies so much. Like, he's my favorite director. But I haven't seen his movies for a while. And, um, yeah, I, I really enjoyed it. But over, over time, it it didn't hold up as well. But I, it's still honorable mention. John Wick. Best action film. John, the, it's not on your top. It's not on my top. It was honorable mention. John Wick 4. Yeah, one of the best action films of the year. But I just think there's better movies. Um, May, December. Mm-hmm. Really, it's a, it's a good movie. It's a, it's a good movie. I, I just don't. Maybe I just don't have the same like connection as other people ha- are having with it mm-hmm. but i do think it's a great time and then air 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 is honorable mention <laughs> and i i know this it's a controversial but i i enjoyed it 
I enjoyed I enjoyed Air, especially um, I forget his name every time. He was in Ozark. Oh, Jason Bateman. Jason Bateman. I I, I enjoyed his role in that movie, and I enjoyed I enjoyed all their performances. Yeah, but uh, I just thought there was there were ten better films this year. Fair what, enough. What was your list? So can you just run that one more time? Yeah. So honorable mentions: Gardens of the Galaxy Three, mm-hmm. Bottoms, The Killer, John Wick, May December, and Air. Hmm. So two of those films are in my honorable mentions. Uh. So. Oh, the first one I know that you're you're you're, you're going to be surprised as well as a lot of people, guys. I, I just wanna I just wanna preface these are subjective. I, I already know but what it is. This about. film that I'm about to list here, look, it's it's a it's a good time. I loved it, and I would say it's probably the funniest movie of the year. Uh, and I don't think it was necessarily intending on being a comedy, but for me, just yeah, uh, it's poor things. Poor Things is on my honorable mentions. Actually, it's not on my mind. top ten. I did not expect that, to be honest. That yeah. is crazy. For a while, it was, and I'll talk about the film it was kind of battling against. Uh, and then next is Guardians 3. Guardians 3, I thought was, I think most people would agree, it's probably the best Marvel film that came out this yeah, year. Marvel overall, had it was definitely, uh, it wasn't a good year for them, I no, think. And we'll, we'll talk about that later, specifically, in ways they can uh, possibly bounce back. But... Out of the mixed bag, I think Guardians was fantastic. I would say, you know, when I first saw it, recency bias kicked in, and I said it's probably the best of the trilogy. I would still say the first film is my favorite, but I think it was a great um, conclusion for the for all the characters, especially Rocket. Did you see that video I sent you of that uh, that content creator? I won't say his name, but he oh, yeah, uh, I, he I, was talking about mm-hmm. Bradley Cooper, and he said that what he did in Guardians Three was a better performance. Was better than Maestro, which I think is, that is ridiculous, that's crazy, but anyways, besides the point. Next up on my list is The Killer. Um, Like you, really enjoyed the film in the first viewing we saw it together. Mm -hmm. Uh, On the rewatch, they're just inherently with the character, he's... He's void of emotion, or at least that's what he wants us to think of the character, but then again, he has a wife, so that kind of contradicts everything. Yeah. Clearly, he does care about some things. He's not a complete nihilist, um, but there's not a lot to latch on to. I think uh, it's entertaining. It's interesting, especially on the first watch, because you're wondering, what's he going to do? Who's he going to kill? Where Where, where yeah. is this going? But then after you know everything, it's, it's not the most rewatchable film, but anyways... Next on my list is Reality. That Sydney Sweeney uh, oh, yeah. film. I didn't get that a chance to watch straight, that film. Yeah. Straight to Crave. Uh, I really liked it. Trot actually recommended yeah. it to me, and it was really good. It was a lean film. I think it was like an hour and twenty minutes long. Really Who short. Stop talking about. It? He loved the film. Yeah, it's really it, yeah. good. Really, really strong. Uh, and then I got Salt Burn. Um, Damn. Honorable <laughs> mentions, really. Honorable <laughs> mentions, yeah. So, <laughs> it really funny. Um, I like characters that are twisted and, and fucked up, fucked up yeah. and sociopathic, and I just think they're the most interesting. And I think Oliver was a was a really interesting character, yeah. but I have a lot of the same uh, feelings that you have regarding yeah. the story. I think, uh, yeah. Well, I I'll, I'll let you talk about that because I'm sure I'm sure you. Well, it seems Burn, like you have it in Salt, your Saltburn was a film that yeah. we all me and you watched trailers that came out. We were like, "Oh man, like this is gonna be pretty good." And we've been on the we as much as we like 
I'm not the biggest fan of like catering to the aesthetic vibe, you know, and 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 getting people of like the art nature to come in and like, oh, this this looks art artsy and this looks like it's gonna appeal to me, right? And that's mm-hmm. the draw, and nothing, and then there's nothing there. And a lot of times when we used to watch like Euphoria and stuff, um, like it was okay, it was a good show, right? And it looked not it looked pretty, mm-hmm. but I mean, there was a lot there that wasn't like my favorite things to watch. But you know, we 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 enjoyed Jacob Elordi and stuff, yeah. and uh, like going into Saltburn, I, I was like, I wanted that vibe. It, it was kind of giving us that with the trailers, and then. I don't know when I we were watching it. It was a lot of shock value moments, and mm-hmm. and it was an interesting story, but especially near the end, how it decided to treat us, uh, the audience, whatever. And, and, and the thing is, it's not at this point I'm making is not one that I think like is not an unpopular opinion. That's what I was gonna mention. Yeah. That's why I wanted you to talk is, about. Was, was the fact that like that that twist at the end, and then and then the idea of like revealing it to us. But when you reveal something like that, and you try to give us a lot of information. While also go, not giving us a lot of information, right? Mm-hmm. Like the, he tells us that he want that he's been like there's there's some plan or I don't know how he's he's somehow took taken the situation that he was in and changed it for where he was on top at the end, right? And and it was just I just thought that the idea was cool and all, but the way they decided going about it was very poor, mm-hmm. you know. And it could have been and it could have done better, or it could have been more ambiguous. But I also sorry, and I also oh, heard go. that like people. You know, wouldn't maybe wouldn't have enjoyed the the ambiguity, but I think it would have at least you know kept it a little bit more clean. But you know, when you when you decide to open a can of worms, like it's gonna go everywhere and none. Mm-hmm. And now it's obviously <laughs> I, that that saying was completely wrong. I don't even know the can of worm things. But it is it is it, when you do something like that, when you introduce a new idea of like oh, I, I I loved him, I loved him, but I hated him. And then they mm-hmm. use, they try and use shots and they try to recontextualize those shots and. Those things don't, in my it eyes, didn't, it, didn't it didn't look, make sense. It didn't make sense, like yeah. especially in the club, anything really, like it, you know. And they decided I give us more information, like I don't know, it's more nitpicking. But the more you look into it, and you see, like you know, when you hear other people's opinions about the movie, and like you met, and I, I didn't know that, like how she, obviously there's there's moments in the film they talk about classism and like the social hierarchies of of different families and friends mm-hmm. or whatever, and how you use them as pawns. And you realize, like, sure, these are cool topics that uh, Emerald decides to talk about, but it's almost like she's very surface level, and she doesn't understand, like, like the whole breakfast scene, right? Um, when he's coming in, and he's like, oh, I, uh, I won't, can I get a full English breakfast? Because he sees everyone else around him, and he thinks, oh, this is high class, right? But in reality, high class, it was different, right? He was like, no, you only get your eggs hot, and you go get your breakfast at the, at the buffet. And... And I, and that was like a way for her to show off that that level of social of that classism whatever, but thing is not not a lot of us understood that I didn't under, I mm-hmm. I was watching and I get that was what they were trying to go for but it wasn't like cut throat like it wasn't clean you know the way the way the ideas that she was trying to explore, and uh, at the end of the day like you kind of painted the normal guy which was Oliver he was supposed to be the normal guy kind of yeah obviously he was not. But he was supposed, no, to, and, he was supposed yeah. to represent the normal person. Kind and of. he lies about his whole life. Yeah, and, he and does. In reality, yeah. Like, of course, yeah. uh, Felix lives in, like, a fucking estate. Exactly. And he's yeah. rich. Yeah. But when you find out that in reality, Oliver is would probably be considered middle to upper class yeah, himself. Class, like, yeah. he's got a loving so, family, a pretty yeah. nice house. Yeah. You know, so, look, what's, what's being said? Exactly. Yeah. It seemed like that was more of the, the director's yeah. voice and yeah. what she wanted to say. But in terms of, like, um, Oliver... I had trouble trying to identify his motivations as a character because yeah. yeah. 
I mean, I guess you could say maybe he, he like you said, he, mm-hmm. you know, he loves and he hates Felix, but is his objective just to overthrow his family? I, why? Yeah. You know, did, unless I missed something. Yeah. No, and there, there's choices that they make in the film. Like, I think now because of its, its release on Amazon, Right, yeah. it it kind of blew up. If you because uh, I don't know, you're not on TikTok a lot, right? So, no, I'm not. I'm not on TikTok, but I can tell it's blowing yeah. up. I've seen a lot. Of like people. it's number one on Amazon. Yeah. Like Barry Kewen posted, uh, Jacob posted on his Instagram, yeah. Lordy, and uh, like it's cool to see that you know that they're pushing their film. But a lot of people that are not watching it, like they're pointing out things I've never noticed. Like uh, when you know when they're, uh, I think one of the first scenes when they're eating food at the table, he, there she's talking. One of the girl, like the sisters, talking about a story about like, someone killing themselves and like. Just before they killed themselves, they could see a, a ghost walk by or something. And in the background, when Jacob, uh, a lot of the characters, like, I don't want to hear, I don't want to hear it. You can see oh, in the, you can yeah, see yeah. in the, in the, in, in the window, you can see him walking. Mm-hmm. That's him. So that's like foreshadowing his death. So my, they, they're trying to have, trying to have these subtle things in the, in the movie going on because I assume there might be more, mm-hmm. like more of these little things that they put in, right? But then they decided to give us this over the top, like, like if they're trying to be subtle, like go with the theme, like be consistent with this idea, this idea of like. Uh, the Shakespearean way of like using red herrings or like foreshadowing, you know, and it's not, it's not Shakespeare, it's basic storytelling, right? Yeah. But I don't know, be, be consistent in the way you're approaching it, you know? Like if you're trying to be subtle and super cool about it, do that, right? But if you're trying to like, if you're trying to do one idea and then do another idea, then it gets a lot confusing and you don't, you don't have that super like consistent connection with the film, mm-hmm. right? And that's why, like a lot of time, I enjoyed it. Like I mean, I enjoyed the movie when I watched it the first time. But the more you, the more time you spent thinking about the film, the more you're, like you're not that happy about it. And uh, I, but I do agree the performances. I think you agree too. The performances yeah. were really good. It's the best. Like, it's, it's the best part of the film. Yeah, it's the best part. Like Barry's really good. Mm-hmm. Jacob is really good. Ro- Rosamund Pike is really great. Um, even the the guy, what's his name, uh, that played the uh, Loki, the other version of Loki, I forget his name. Uh, the the dad, the dad was very good mm-hmm. as well. Uh, Richard E. Grant. Yeah, Richard yeah. E. Grant. He's a great. He's a good actor. Um, I, yeah, it, it was there. And Carrie Mulligan. Carrie Mulligan was in it. Yeah, an mm-hmm. actress I know you like a lot this year. Yeah, 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 hundred percent. And uh, yeah, it was. I think it was. It was a lot of things around it were great. I think a lot of the faults of the film come towards Emerald, right? Mm-hmm. The storytelling. Yeah, and especially yeah. after she made a great film, like she, I think her last film, Promising Young Woman, was a, it was a really good film. I enjoyed it a lot. Uh, and even the ending, it was okay. The ending was okay. If you never watched the movie, I don't know if you have, but it's a, it's a, it's a, I haven't, but yeah, it's a, it's a good, it's a good ending, but it's not something, it's kind of along the lines of this where it's like, it's a risky take, mm-hmm. but it doesn't, I don't know. It, it, depending on the, the person, it, it's good and it's bad. I don't know. It's whatever. But yeah, I, I, again, like it's a movie that it's, it shouldn't really be this, take up this much space in my mind. I've been seeing it all over the news. I've been seeing it, like uh, TikTok and stuff and Instagram, and I, I, it almost angers me because it's like this film is trying so hard to be something, but it can't. And then it, it's 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 weird. It's like this weird little vendetta I get have against this film because I, I enjoy it. I do enjoy it, but I also feel like it's overhyped like a lot. Like if people mm-hmm. are talking about it, it's like some revolutionary film, and you have to enjoy it. Like I just think it's it's great, you know. And I think the the fucked up scenes are are fucked up, <clears throat> but I don't think like. If you want, if you want to watch fuck the movie, bro, there's a billion other fucked up movies, bro. If you want to watch a, a, a thriller drama, there's so many better movies, right? But again, that's just nitpicking, and I think it's just more of the hater that comes out of me. The, that's the reason why I'm not a big fan of it. But I do like it. I do like it, but I'm not the biggest fan of it. Yeah. No, I don't think you're a hater. I agree with pretty yeah. much everything you said. 
And I think the reason why it's probably blowing up on TikTok is because of the, you know, well, first yeah. of all, the, the two leads of the film are yeah. handsome. Barry right? Quinn and Jacob yeah, Elordi. They're, they're, yeah, they're handsome. Yeah, they're heartthrobs. Everyone's probably losing their mind over that. Yeah. Um, but then, you know, the bathtub scene, like yeah. those things are obviously going to... Yeah. So you know, make make you raise an eyebrow. Yeah. And that's probably making a lot of like people I remember crazy. looking over to you in the theater and your mouth is just wide open. Like yeah, I agree, bro. I, watching well, that film was was I was so I was so surprised. I didn't know any of this stuff was gonna happen. I, I knew nothing. Yeah. And I guess that's one of the the great things about going into it. going to a movie, yeah. especially blind. I think yeah. I had only seen like one trailer, but even the trailer didn't give me any nothing. Yeah. I like, any inclination I was gonna get any of that. I think that the beginning was really. I mean, we were talking about yeah. it like the right when the beginning. Like this this the opening credits ended. We look at each other like holy yeah, shit, yeah, we're, we're excited. Like, yeah. it's, it's time. Because I think you know, like especially when you watch a movie, yeah, you know, within the first like twenty minutes if it's gonna be good. Yeah, at least I think. Yeah, you get you get that impression. Yeah. Um. Yeah. No, I I I agree. I think my issues, not to harp on salt burn for for so long. I mean, yeah. hey, I guess we're talking about it, so it must mean something about the film. It's good. Uh. It's got the glitz, it's got the glamour, it's got the euphoria feel to it, but underneath there's some there's some there's some uh, issues I have with the storytelling, the character motivations. And once again, it goes back to Oliver. It's like, why did he want to do yeah. all this? Is is he just doing it just because he's insane? Well, that's not good enough. I need yeah. I need more than that. But one thing I will say is that you know Barry Keegan, he's played characters like this before, these fucking psychos. Yeah. But a lot of them are kind of. Uh, you know, let's just say, uh, idiots. Yeah. <laughs> They're kind of like Lenny from of Mice and Men characters. Yeah. And it was nice. He played a character that you could tell, you know, was pathological and everything like that. But he he wasn't like a dumbass. He wasn't like an idiot. He, he you could tell he's he thought out everything. He played everything. So that was nice. Um, but anyway, so overall, good film. I mean, it's in my honorable mentions. It's in yours. So. Yeah. Or. No, it wasn't in yours. No, it was not in mine. Yeah. I'm sorry. Yeah, it was, it was not in mine, yeah. So my last film in my honorable mentions is Creed III. Uh, you know, I thought Michael B. Jordan for yeah. his directorial debut, he didn't do anything that like stood out. There wasn't any like insane you know, shots or anything like that that like blew my hair back. Yeah. Uh, but I thought he did a good job with the storytelling. I know Jonathan Majors is, is in hot water right now, but when I watch films and television and there's an actor or an actress who's in the middle of controversy, I... Depending on the severity of the crime, I'm I'm able to separate artists from, uh, artists from art. Is that what it the saying? Yeah, ar- ar- the artist from it from their art. Yeah. yeah, exactly. And I thought he delivered a great performance as uh, Damien. Mm-hmm. I thought it was pretty interesting. It was, it was an interesting way to take the character. I think a lot of people assume that they were going to go with, in the direction of like Rocky Three, and yeah. Um, but they did something original. They they brought a character that was tied to Adonis's childhood, and then there was a nice little interesting arc there with, you know, he's trying to not only get revenge but also make up for the time he lost, spending in jail. So I thought it was interesting. It wasn't an amazing film, but it came out in March. It came around at the same time as Air, and I thought it was it was a nice film that yeah. came out around that middle first Q1 part of last year. What did you think of Creed? Creed, I enjoyed it. I don't think I enjoyed it as much as other people did. Like, I... It was just, um... It was probably the third five, which is one of my favorites. I was not... I was not really not interested in the... In the decision to make, like, this... The whole, like, the men... Because I've watched not that much anime. I, you probably haven't watched... I don't know if no. you, you know... Yeah, like, we, I think we're on the same... But we haven't watched that. Yeah. We haven't watched anime. I barely watched. I think I watched, like, maybe one series... 
and like I I've watched no I've watched like two series, and um, both of them being uh, Full Metal Alchemist and uh, and uh, Demon Slayer, and those two those two are like the more popular like mm-hmm. mainstream like they're they're established brands, and I've enjoyed them, and you can kind of you can clearly see that he was inspired by when making this film to take a lot of anime and stuff, and he's talked about it in this in his interviews and whatnot. But when it came to the fighting scene at the end of the film, it, it just took me out. It didn't really like get me sucked in it, sucked in with the whole mental and physical fight that was going on. Oh, and, I like that. Yeah, and and yeah. I know people like that. I, I I I understand how people would like that, but I was just not the biggest fan of that decision. Because when I think when I was going into watching boxing films and like any fighting film, really, I'm really into the whole like just greedy nature of it. Mm-hmm. Like looking at Warrior and. Uh, even Southpaw, like any, even the other Creed films, like I enjoyed the, the raw nature and the, the, like just straight up like grit. You know, they're fighting for your lives, like for your for your legacy, right? And it's not like they don't tackle those themes in this movie. They do, but I just feel like it was nothing like they were adding to it or anything. Or at times it felt like a little, like especially at the end, I was not a big fan of the the the, the, the she gets in the ring, she starts to box. Oh, yeah. I'm like, okay, like she's not gonna box though, realistically. So we'll move on from that. Point. I kind of roll my eyes yeah, yeah. at that ending too. Yeah, so that. like. They're not good. Like that's not that's not realistic. Whatever. Anyways, it was just I just thought it was a little corny at the end. Mm-hmm. And but I enjoyed the film. I think it was like a great story. Again, for a person's first like, film they directed, I think it was a good movie. So, uh, you know, the hats off to Michael B. Yeah. Jordan. Yeah. So I'm looking forward to watching Creed Four. And I think if anything, he'll he'll get better. He'll get better at the film. Yeah. No Sorry problem. about that. No, you're good. Yeah. You're good. Yeah. And uh, no, just thinking about the film more. I liked what they did with Adonis as well. I, mm-hmm. I liked how at the start of the movie, he's he's still in shape, but he's taken more of like the uh, producer role and he's kind of, you know, setting up fights yeah. rather than fighting in them. Yeah. Kind of running the that, business. That is, I agree. I like that part. That was interesting. Yeah, the different uh, yeah. way of approaching it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, my only issue with the film, though, is like, so Damien comes out of jail and somebody pointed this out and I agree. He comes out of jail and he pretty much immediately just gets the title shot. And I, I get he was like yeah. pressuring Adonis in the, in the movie, but I don't know. That didn't really yeah, make a lot like, of sense. That's not, not realistic. I mean, not, and he's like 35 in the movie too. Like so. <laughs> in other movies, when like Rocky gets his chance, it was like a luck, pure luck mm-hmm. thing. And, and, and same, and, and Creed, it made sense when he got when Michael B. Jordan created his character got the chance of getting the title shot. Whatever, no, it wasn't even a title shot. It was just to fight the guy. Who's, just to fight, yeah. And that's all it was. And I'm like, I like that. But then for Jonathan Major's character, he just gets the title mm-hmm. shot, which is crazy, bro. He's like, I want it. Yeah, and, and then I boom, want got and, it. And there's no <laughs> fights, and, and there's nothing that like shows us that. And obviously, they they give us like the the backstory and like yeah. the, the the glory and the clips of like what happened in the history and like we're supposed to understand a lot that he was a great fighter and he had this great like, thing going for him but like no one's gonna remember that like realistically in this in, in sports when, when one kid leaves one enters you know so you he probably went to jail and they just forget about him the, there's no way he would have had that level of hype to go get a, a, a title a title mm-hmm. shot just being a friend of a champion like it made no sense again that, but then I don't know it was just that this is like there's a lot of things like the, in the film like this that that irked me and point like that that was like a new, a new way mm-hmm. I didn't think about it like that but yeah like yeah the movie is okay it was it was a good, it was a good movie I, not my honorable mentions but mm-hmm. I I enjoyed it though I, I just thought it was good like a seven out of ten six six point five out of ten something like that yeah um okay well I think we've spent enough time on our honorable mentions I think it's time we finally crack into our top ten uh 
do you want to do this so like you know you give your 10 i give my 10 you give your nine i give mine i will just kind of trickle or do you just want to list off we let's do the first option you do, first option you okay. do 10 i do 10 nine, nine, okay nine, yeah kind of like a back and forth like a snake yeah sort of way. okay yeah exactly you want to kick it off with your 10 <sighs> my 10 uh, oops my 10 what do you think? What, what do you think it is? What, okay, actually, yeah, that's interesting. Yeah. Let, me, let me guess here. So I've already said my my honorable mentions: Guardians, Bottoms, The Killer, John Wick, May, December, and Air. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna guess your ten is Killers of the Flower Moon. It is Killers of the Flower really? Moon. Really? Great. Yeah. Actually, that's crazy that you that you guess. Just to that. be clear, we did not. No, we did not. We did yeah, not crazy. say each other's lists prior to the podcast. So now I know that is a crazy take for a lot of people. Um, and uh, sorry, my brother's texting me. No, 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 you're a good, yeah. brother. You're um, good. yeah, so Killers of Flower Moon, Nick, you had it, you know, I, wait, you, you said what was your, what was your honorable mentions? It was so the killer, Guardians 3, Poor the Things, killer, Reality, yeah, I was, for a second, I thought you said Killers yeah. of the Flower Moon, yeah, the killer, Killers of the Flower Moon. It was a movie that I think it, when I first watched it. I enjoyed it, and it's kind of floated around. I haven't watched it again, but mm-hmm. when I think about it a lot, and I watch clips on YouTube, especially like the, the when he meets uh, De Niro for the first time, mm-hmm. Leo and De Niro, that scene is so funny, bro. That might be the best scene in the yeah, movie. Yeah, it, it's so funny, and I think yeah. wa- we were watching with us, like our friends and stuff, and I was just dying, bro. It just, it's just so funny, and uh, I enjoy that movie a lot, but I think... There's like a lack of something, mm-hmm. and I I spent a lot of time in the past like I don't know since it's, since it's come out like trying to find that reason, and I just I, I just felt like I think it's the approach of the film how they decided to go tell the story because I remember you mentioning me that it they they, they it, the movie is a different approach in the book right of how they decided to, mm-hmm. to tell the tale and they delve much into like, much deeper into the relationship between uh Lily Gladstone and her and her husband right. And then later on, they introduced the F- is it the FBI, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And uh, it's I, the birth of the FBI. The birth of yeah. the FBI. And I and I think when you I don't know how long ago it was, but you mentioned that this movie was going to be about the birth of the FBI, and I was hooked because mm-hmm. all these organizations like the CIA, FBI, they are almost like a like a mystery to me. Like uh, as a Canadian, you only see those things through what media consumption or whatever like through through movies and, and TV shows so we think of them of, of like this, this crazy force being able to do whatever they want in the in their jurisdiction and uh, it was a, it was a cool movie to see the creation of that and seeing like how it how it became but clearly he decided to go a different approach and I did enjoy the movie again I did enjoy mm-hmm. and I do see the appeal of it but I just feel like I, I, I lack that connection which um, I know a lot of people be like how, how could you how could you not how could you lack connection I'm like I just did. I don't know, but I still thought it was a great movie. I thought the acting was was great. I really hope that all of the actors, uh, maybe not Leo, but mm-hmm. uh, Robert De Niro and Lily Gladstone, they get nominated. I think they did great. And even the supporting, like I don't even remember the names of the other supporting actors mm-hmm. uh, in the film, but they were really good. And especially all the Osage people that were casted, mm-hmm. they did great. And it was crazy to see that that was like their first film. Like um, when you're watching the the round scene, like when they're in the after I think a couple deaths, they were mm-hmm. sitting and talking about the, about this looming uh, feeling they're having and how there there are more to come and how they need to stop this right and they're saying and there there's hints of like them realizing there's something going on and how they're being coerced right yeah and it's I remember watching it and feeling so disgusted right but I'm not even part of this history like it's not even my history to be upset about mm-hmm. but and like 
but it, it is crazy to see how you know they were so manipulated by the people around them, right? And looking back on it, it was just so gross. Like, it's just gross to see how they took this these great people, this these smart people, right? Their own land. This is the land that they are supposed to have that was taken from them. And but then all, they were pimped. You know, that's all it was really. They they were mm-hmm. t- their money was taken. They were given booze to the, to be drunk all the time and. They were being controlled by their, by basically their masters, bro. It's, yeah. it's fucked up. It was a form of slavery in my eyes, you know, and, and abuse. It was a, it was a crazy movie, and it, it's always great to learn these new things I've never learned about, right? Like I didn't read the book. I'm not a book reader, and uh, watching the film, I just learned so much about uh, not mm-hmm. only my history as you know Canadian history, but, but American mainly. And I don't know, I just have a new perspective now, and I think, and especially like the did that scenes. Bro does that great. I think I, I was talking to Brayden about it, and uh, Scorsese knows how to kill people. Like it's crazy. I, I, I any yeah. movie he makes, like when you see a death, it's so satisfying. Like, they come, it's, it's realistic. You know, mm-hmm. you die. Like you're not gonna, you're not gonna, like talk to them or as they're pointing their gun to you and give a whole monologue that like, you're dead. Like, it's like when Leo dies in The Departed at yeah, the end. Exactly, he just gets yeah. shot in the elevator. He gets shot, yeah. and, and that's what you know. That's what sells me on his on those scenes and the intense. I, this is loom, uh, you watch it how many times you said it, I think it was uh, I've seen it three times three times yeah. right <clears throat> and I think like you definitely like now you you probably have a better understanding when it comes to that feeling that, that certainty of the feeling but mm. you feel that looming like death and that aura and like this this perverted nature of how uh, how people will do anything for money you know and I think that what we learn from that movie is a lot and I don't think I don't think that I should that I'm taking that for granted especially putting it at number 10 you know I think I enjoy that film a lot um yeah, I, I the score was good. I don't think I'm as a big fan the as the score as you, but I think the score was good. Um, the score had this thing; it was very subtle. It was like, yeah, yeah, that is true. Just throughout the, just in the background, yeah. you know, looming, which I think speaks to a lot yeah. of like the the I actual story help, itself. It does help with. I think yeah. the sound design, I think, is good. Yeah, it actually, is good for for that type of movie. The sound design was was actually really good. But yeah, Killers of the Flower Moon was at ten for me. Yeah. No, I mean, I I respect it. Yeah. Uh, I I agree with. The film has certainly grown on me. Uh, so I made the mistake. I think I watched it too many times frequently within its opening weekend. Yeah. I saw it when it came out with you guys. And then I saw it I saw it a day later. I saw it the next day with my grandma. And mind you, this is a three and a half hour yeah. movie. So that's already almost... Oh, yeah. Uh, fucking, sorry. Yeah, yeah. But to mention that that, that also was a little that's bit... That's another... Yeah. Was... Three hours and forty, what forty six, forty? No, 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 no. Three hours and twenty six minutes. I'm thinking but about that's still long. I'm thinking about yeah, that's still like, a long time. Yeah. Three yeah. hours and twenty, but still that was pretty long. I think yeah. it should have been. It could have been like three hours or something. Three hours, I'm fine with. I mean, that seems yeah. to be like the the new thing, the new trend I, in Hollywood. When it, when it comes to the every movie's three yeah, hours. Yeah, I, I think three hours is a sweet spot for like those yeah. those type of movies that are trying to tell a great story. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, but it has grown on me. The more I think about it, the more I think about. Obviously, the acting is incredible. The score, yeah. Scorsese is obviously a genius behind the camera. It's not his best film, but I actually, it's it's climbed my mm-hmm. list. It was around my ten for me. Spoilers, it's on my list. Yeah. Uh. Now, when I heard that Scorsese was taking the book, because I've read the book and it's it's mostly from the perspective of. Tom White, who at the mm-hmm. time was like the head of the, well, the head of the FBI is J. Edgar Hoover, but he hired Tom White to lead the investigation. So we're most, the book is mostly through the lens of him, excuse me, <clears throat> of him and, and the investigation, everything like that. And at first, when I heard why he wanted to make that change was to 
sort of look at the film from the lens of the Osage, that makes sense. Yeah. But when you actually watch it, it's not really from their lens. We're like we're there with them. Yeah. But it's mostly from the lens of like yeah, Leo, De Niro, yeah, William Hale, yeah. and DiCaprio. Yeah. And like once again, I can understand why you do that, showing like the evil from like from their house, from yeah. their from from their bathroom, from their bedroom, you know, whatever. I get that, but at the same time, it's like if I had known that before, then I would have liked to have seen them just go with the original direction. Exactly, of the film. yeah. Uh, because apparently, what happened was, um, uh, what's this? Scorsese co-wrote the film with somebody else named uh, Eli, not Eli Roth, uh, something Roth, and he apparently is writing a film for Denis Villeneuve, some science fiction film. Um, oh yeah, I should have mentioned. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And apparently, Leo kind of walked in during a reading and said like where's the heart in the story and they said we have seen this film before in terms of like a you know a bureau a sort of investigation and everything like that but i just think as an actor dicaprio would have been much better as as jesse plummet's character as yeah. jesse plummet's character yeah. tom white i liked his performance yeah. but it just like you know uh paul schrader recently said it best you know we're spending three and a half hours with an idiot uh that's kind of a long time and I think, like, what would have been interesting is that Molly Burkhart was, had to go through heaven and hell to even get the FBI's yeah. attention to come and help them. She had to pay them to come in. She had to physically, like, leave her She had place to leave there while she go, was yeah. battling diabetes. Yeah. And I think, like, seeing the development of the FBI and seeing, like, J. Edgar Hoover kind of put everybody together and then hearing in the background, like, there's this, there's this thing building up down in Oklahoma and then we're kind of hearing about it more and more. We're hearing about all these new deaths. We're hearing like that that build up, and then finally, you know, then you maybe you bring in Molly Burkhardt, and then finally, that's when the investor. Okay, we yeah. need to go down there. I don't know. I think that would have been interesting. Um, but at the same time, you know, there there's there's moments in the film that I that I like. I love the beginning. I think some of the deaths are pretty horrifying, especially. Yeah. Uh, there's that moment where. I think it's when the when I think this not the first death the second sister the one who's more like rebellious Anna I think is her name when she's drunk and she needs to go home and then uh, Ernest's sister Brian remember when he sits down in the barn and he's like I need to take Anna home yeah you knew in that moment exactly what was gonna happen yeah. the, things like that were chilling and they worked but because even, even her death was was, was horrifying was horrifying right? and even in even in the in the hearing toward the end of the film, where Kelsey Morrison, you find out he's the one that killed Anna. He, yeah. Brian sat her down, but Kelsey's the one that shot her in the back of the head. And there's a moment where he's like, and you were satisfied with your work? And he's like, yes, sir. Yeah. Yes, I was. Like, that's terrifying. Um, but because the characters are so unlikable, because they're so evil, the moments where as an audience we're, we're maybe supposed to sympathize with for them, like, for example, when uh, Leo's, uh, Ernest's daughter dies, yeah. I just like, I didn't care. Not to sound yeah. morbid, but this like... very evil people. This is very yeah. evil, right? It's like, yeah. like, you don't wish that upon anybody. I wish but his character had a little bit more conflict that we could see. Yeah. Like when he's like making the decision to basically kill his wife. Mm -hmm. And we all, we're all just like, dude, this is fucked up. But he just doesn't seem that like... like He, yeah. he knows what he's doing. And, and he does... Sure, he loves his wife, but he doesn't... I don't know. I thought it would be more... I, I don't know. It was a little misleading. I don't know. Again, it was a very, it was very puzzling me. It, hence, me saying I don't know three times, four times now. Is that I just couldn't believe that it went that 
direction, I guess, to do that. I mean, it obviously happened in real life. It, it happened, inf- yeah. Using information and stuff, but I think they could have, you know, juiced it a little to make it seem, at least there was some, because, again, we were spending so much time with these characters, like, yeah. we're supposed to feel some sort of, like, I think there's, you know, maybe, as humans, maybe there's, like, a sliver, you know, of, like, oh, you kind of want to, you kind of feel bad for them, but, like, you're not, like, actively, there's moments where Scorsese is showing us, and maybe that's part of his idea, was to show us, like, the love that he has for his wife and his, and his kid. But Which then, I think was the idea. Yeah, but then he's still being able to f- do some evil fucking shit. And they admitted that there was all this research on Tom White and everybody else, but there was, like, nothing available aside for, from some letters of yeah. Ernest. So they had to kind of fill in the blanks and yeah. make up some things about the character. And... Like, I get why they made him stupid, because he was manipulated by William Hale, but I just think they made him so dull, and to the point where it's just, like, why? Yeah. You know what I mean? But, um, anyways. I mean, they they said they had such little to work off the guy, anyway. Yeah. Like, they had to kind of, through stories, I I don't even know how they came up with that character, but. Yeah. Now, I mean, look, there's some standouts for me. I think Robert De Niro's the best part of the film. Uh, His character was just, like... He's so he's such a subtle actor that that yeah. first conversation that he has with Leo, obviously he's coming across like this you know yeah like this nice guy and everything. But but when he asks him like you know do you like women like you yeah. know what he what his yeah. intentions are. It's yeah. so so good acting is so incredible for me. I think he's my pick for best supporting actor. I know everybody's gonna especially say especially well, in, in the GL scene, bro. That's yeah, yes. He's like, even at even at point you know he's lost his kid. He's still trying to manipulate this man. Mm-hmm. Like, it's so fucked up, man. It's so fucked up. And even when she dies, like, oh, she, she's with the Lord no, she's now. With the Lord, she's with the Lord. It's so it's, fucked, bro. Yeah. He just so didn't even fucked. care. Yeah. Oh, that's crazy, bro. Okay. So, uh, my number 10 is Air. Air, uh, yeah. yeah. For a while, Air was uh, was one of my favorite, was, was my favorite film of the year. Until we hit, like, I'd say August, September. Then a lot of the Oscar movies started to kind of, well, no, not even that. July, really, with Oppenheimer. In Barbie, uh, Air's just like, look, I'm I'm an NBA fan, I'm a basketball fan, and I, I'm a sucker for these like product movies about mm. famous, you know, uh, you know, famous products that we love and, yeah. and things like that. Uh, and I I just think the performances are great. I thought Viola Davis as Michael jo- Michael Jordan's mom was awesome, and I think yeah. the decision to not actually show MJ and just stick to Sonny and Phil Knight, mm. I thought it was great. Mm-hmm. Um, we have a lot of films here, so I'm not going to spend too much time here. But yeah, so no, my number ten is Air. I loved it. Yeah, and uh, what it, was, your... it was a good film. I, I just you know I, I put him on honorable mentions. Yeah. I love sports films. Like uh, me and you, mm-hmm. I remember what we were during COVID and stuff. You were the draft through for uh, what was it? Krispy Kreme donuts, and the whole time we were just watching the Michael Jordan series on Netflix. Oh yeah, I remember yeah. that. That, that was, was so fun. that was so much fun. I don't know. We we all love basketball, like all yeah. of our, all of our friends and stuff. So it was it was fun to just like talk about. You know, ball, basketball, and again, you know, and especially like Michael Jordan's like one of the greatest players. So it's cool to see like the people around him and what they did to to, to, to try and get that level of mm-hmm. success and what they saw in this guy before all these other people did. You know, like it's, it's it was a, it was a really cool and interesting story. And uh, but I just I don't know, it didn't wow me. I thought it was a great story, but I, I just it wasn't. Like I, there's yeah, not much to say fair. off the faults. You know, it's more of a feeling for me when I'm not putting it in my top ten or. Or being there, but yeah, it was you know if it was like a top twenty or top fifteen, it would definitely be up in that list. But 
yeah, I just didn't didn't hit those those same marks as it mm-hmm. did for you for me. Yeah. I agree. Yeah. Sometimes that's truly it. Just does come yeah. down to feeling. I also yeah. saw it in theaters, so I think yeah. that, that, that I watched I watched it streaming. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, I think it does enhance. It does. I mean, your, I think the kill is a great yeah. example. You walked exactly, out of the killer. You yeah. loved it. You I did. Like, I loved it, bro. I, I, yeah. And I loved it too. Yeah. And then I watched it at home, and it didn't feel the same. Mm-hmm. I think, a, like a, a lot of the the glamour is gone, mm-hmm. and you're really just looking at a film, and then you're like, uh, yeah. It's not Once a, you see him do everything in that yeah, movie, it kinda t- yeah. you're kind of just like... It's like a one-off thing that you enjoy yeah. your time, and then it's done. And it's yeah. great. It's a great one-off thing, you know? But if you're trying to get more from it, you're not gonna. No. If anything, you're just gonna you're just gonna learn more about a psychopathic character, and mm-hmm. then we're probably gonna Pretty see much. a variation of this guy in different movies and movies to come and whatnot. But yeah. Yeah. Um. Okay. Yeah. So I mean, what's your uh, number nine? My number nine. I'm pretty sure it is. Let me look over, but actually, here, let me. Can I guess your number? Here, let's. Uh, oh, that's actually fun. Yeah, let's yeah. do that. I forgot to then you'll guess mine. Yeah, I'll yeah. guess yours. I, I, honestly, if you, I would have never guessed here. I, I would have. I thought you would have. Was gonna be a little higher. A little higher. Yeah. yeah. I would. I didn't think it was gonna be that low. Surprisingly, because I know you love the film. No, I loved it, but uh, the the movie's ahead, man. I just yeah. I couldn't. I couldn't budge. So I'm gonna guess your number nine. Yeah. I'm gonna guess. I'm gonna guess it's Maestro. Maestro. I'm gonna tell you. I'm gonna tell you this now. To to I'm gonna tell you this now. My show is not even. Oh, it's not 10, even there. It's, period. It wasn't, it wasn't even my mentions. Yeah. Fair enough. Okay. When we when we when we talk about it, we talk about it. But yeah, yeah. My number nine is the holdovers. Oh, the hold. Yeah. That's one I didn't see. Yeah, you haven't seen. I it didn't yet? see that one. It's. Yeah. I watched it on streaming. I didn't get a chance to mm-hmm. watch it in theaters, but I watched it. It was like a. I was I was a little sick during November, and that was I think it came out during November. And, uh, Did you see it in theaters? No, not at home. Okay. I was just in bed. I remember watching it. I was like eating, su- drinking soup. You know, mm-hmm. I was just like, oh, sick. That's a good yeah. setting. I f- not to interrupt you. But yeah. like, that's like the perfect setting to watch a movie. You're sick. You need to be cozy. Yeah. You get some snacks, some but, soup. Uh, when was I, I don't remember exactly. I do remember eating soup and stuff while yeah, watching because yeah. I remember this. I'm like, this is the night for me to watch the holdovers. But I remember. But yeah, I remember like thinking that it was gonna be a good film. And uh, I knew people were like, "Oh, it's it's like one of the best films of the year." Yeah. And uh, I was, I, I I saw a friend of ours reviews. Sorry. And uh, I was like, "Oh, damn! Jesus. Like they didn't they didn't like it as much." And who uh, said that? I think it was Simone. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, and I was looking at the letterbox thing. I'm like mm-hmm. three and a half. I'm like, oh damn, really? Like I thought it was gonna be like a nine or something. Like yeah. like four and a half. And, I, and then I started, but then I watched it. And then uh, I was like, man, I like this movie a lot, you know? And I, I think uh, going into it, I obviously, we all know Paul Paul Giamatti, right? He's a great actor. Veteran. Yeah, veteran actor. I think the first film, like, I really noticed him. And it was, I guess I was young at the time. I didn't really know him as, a, as an actor. But was uh, was straight out Compton as when he was the, when he was the manager of the of, oh, of NWA. Yeah. yeah. And I think it was, it was great in that film, you know? And, um... I just liked him in that movie, so I, I think I have a soft spot for him. So anytime I see him on screen, I'm I'm a, I'm a big fan. So when when they got when I I don't know what movie I watched earlier in the year, but when I saw the trailer for the holdovers, I'm like, oh, this could either be really shitty or it could be really good. Mm-hmm. And it's because I don't know anyone that was working on this project. It's shot on film. Yeah, it's shot got on that, film. The uh, great effect. Everything was like very yeah. in theme with the movie. I yeah. even watching the credits and everything. It felt like oh, it felt warm and cozy, right? But then when you're watching it and you're seeing this guy, this this like you know he has hyperhidrosis, he sweats out his palm, he smells all funny, 
He has like he has a funny wonky eye. Mm-hmm. He's mean to kids. He's like very stern. He's a, he's a, he's the type of guy to always pronounce people's last names correctly, and he, but he always wants you to also pronounce his name correctly. Mm-hmm. I think De Niro, it was not De Niro. What's the name? Uh, Robert uh, Robert Downey Jr. It's talked Charles. about it. Yeah, yeah Strauss. Yeah. yeah, like it, he he was a very like specific type of person, right? But then the more you watch the film and the more you develop you you sorry you oh, explore good. his character, yeah. he's a. Uh, He's a he's a he's a warm guy. He's just not he's no different than any one of us. He kind of looks kind of funny in the, when you mm-hmm. when you meet him, but you know don't we all look kind of funny? So yeah, it was a great film and the uh, the cast around it right was really good. I the main actor I, I don't remember his name the kid. I, think I heard a, he was really good. He was. And he I was heard really that was good. his first was movie. His first role. His yeah. first role. He was really great as the as as the main as the lead right. Mm-hmm. I mean kind of as co lead I guess. Uh, and I forget her name, bro. I, we watched the idol. Yeah, uh, like I, oh yeah yeah and uh, she was in it she was like, one of the the managers I heard she's great and she was so good she is my favorite I, I performance like Paul Giamatti deserves a nomination in my opinion but yeah. she I think has a chance of like sneaking in and killing like a dark horse because her performance is so good her story that she has throughout the film is so heartbreaking mm-hmm. right but it's so good and uh, I don't know I just was so surprised by the performances the storytelling the, the feeling that it gives you you know I mean, we were talking about feeling earlier. Like that is a movie that gives you a feeling, and it, and it's almost like that Christmas Thanksgiving. Like, and I'm not even I'm not even of that faith or or, or, yeah. or those practices of those customs. And I'm like, but I still enjoy that feeling, and it, it it gives me that. So yeah, it made my top ten. I enjoyed that film a lot. I think a lot of people even had it higher than I would, but mm-hmm. I thought it was a great film. And, and even at the ending, it was a very like, heartwarming, like full circle. It was a great movie. I I like it a lot. I I think I felt yeah. pretty heavy, especially like. Endings are hard for films, even great films. Absolutely, as even we just talked films. about with Saltburn. Yeah. Even great films, but I, I, it does it well. I think it does, it does it well, and then there's certain things that make it even better than it than it is. Yeah. Yeah, it, I, it's important to also note. I should have said this earlier. There's so many movies that come out every yeah. year. Inevitably, there's always going to be a few that fall by the wayside. Like I haven't seen American Fiction, which I've also heard is yeah, amazing. Yeah, I haven't seen it either. Yeah. The holdovers I haven't seen. Now I, just by the way you're describing it, I know I'm going to enjoy it. Just for whatever reason, it's a, I just it's a never mood, got around to seeing it. It's a mood type film, it's, honestly. It's exactly. But it's, even regardless, if you just try to watch it, I'm gonna it see win, it. I will see it because I know I'll, I know it. I'll enjoy it, yeah. and I'm sure it might have even cracked the top ten. But yeah, well, uh, my number nine is Across the Spider Verse. Oh, yeah. I am already talking about like the it, it dropping for you, but because yeah. of the other good movies this year. But yeah, crazy, crazy. Real crazy. quick, actually, before I get into that, so was Straight Outta Compton your first? film of seeing Paul Giamatti yeah I think so I don't I, before in 2014 I don't I was not like a wow, big film so, dude like I don't think I watched a lot of films and stuff so it's been that long since that movie came out yeah it's been Holy forever shit you, we snuck in in the theaters like in PT in Pickering Town Center it was like a yeah. couple friends of ours and like his sister snuck us in with mm-hmm. like this other guy he was he she was with and uh, I remember sitting down with a packed theater because do you remember like that was a big film like it it, it, did, a, it did big numbers for the movie it was and um, I like. I thought it was a good movie. It was a great was a, movie, yeah. Especially uh, my favorite, favorite character in that movie, and obviously the performance was was Easy E. Easy was yeah, so 100%. goddamn good. Bro. When he gets the HIV, well, really AIDS yeah, diagnosis. Yeah, it's hard. It's actually good. You feel yeah. bad for the guy, bro. And He's like, like, I got, I got things yeah. to do. I got work. Yeah. And no. uh, I don't know. The, the rest of the performances were okay. And looking back yeah. on it, it, was whatever. And I, but I do think that the best was Easy was Easy's performance 100%. and, and Paul Giamatti, like especially when they're outside and then the police up. Pulls up yeah. on the studio. He's like, "These are my boys," you know. And he's like, "Oh, you feel kind of good about it." So I don't yeah. know. I, I enjoy. 
I enjoy that film a lot. But yeah, that was the first time I met him. And that, that feeling that he gives off, like, that he'll defend his people. You kind of see that in this movie, too. So I, I like it, yeah. I think the first movie I saw him in was uh, The Lady in the Water. The Lady in the Water. I don't think yeah. I watched that movie. It's, yeah, it's a, I think, personally, it's a slept-on film in Shyamalan's catalog. I know a lot of people dog on it. Oh, well, the like Shyamalan it. movie. I didn't even know. Yeah, yeah, the lady, yeah with uh, Bryce Dallas Howard. Um, What's okay. it about? What's that? <laughs> Sorry to do out of tangent. No, 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 you're good. What is it about? So it's about it's like a it's like a fantasy film. It's about this uh, this girl who kind of just like appears in this dude's apartment one day. Uh, I'm definitely I'm gonna butcher the description yeah. of this movie. And basically, it's like this naked woman just stumbles upon Paul Giamatti's door, and he's Paul Giamatti's just like a, a regular guy living in this like apartment complex. And he could tell that this isn't just like any person. This is somebody who's clearly like. Doesn't know where she is, doesn't know what's going on, and he kind of, like, takes care of her, yeah, like most of the characters yeah, he yeah. plays, and he starts to discover that there's, like, these mythological lore surrounding her, mm-hmm. and, and everything like that. It's, it's cool, it's an interesting oh, movie. Oh, it's an M. Night yeah. movie, so it's probably Yeah, it's an M. Night, yeah, 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 there's yeah. an interesting twist, like, yeah. you know, you know how it is with M. Yeah. Night, his, some, his twists, his endings of the movie I don't watch that, yo, because I haven't... It's, it's I, good, I like it, I don't mind it, yeah, it's not that bad. I don't bad. watch it. It's it's uh, it's it's pretty interesting. It's another kind of movie you could just kind of watch around, walk watch around like, you know, rainy day or whatever. Yeah. Um. So yeah, Across the Spider Verse is my number nine. I know a lot of people have this as their number one, uh, and I totally respect it. I don't want to come across as like a snob. I've just not usually. I, I'm I've kind of grown more towards animated films, but I'm just not normally very interested in in animated movies and it's not because i don't like respect it as an art form i think it's i think it should be respected just as much as you respect any other film i just for me personally with my interest i've i don't know i just i've never been as interested in uh animated films as i am with live action now across the spider-verse was the first film that animated film that i've watched that truly blew me away like i you were there i i was I was stunned. I loved it. I saw the first film, Into the Spider-Verse, which a lot of people love, and I totally get it. I thought it was cute. I enjoyed it. Uh, but for me, this this film was fucking amazing. I loved it. It, it was it was awesome, and I can't wait for uh, Beyond the Spider-Verse. Yeah. So. I'll talk about it more in my pauses, but I, yeah, do, yeah, yeah. I, I'm happy that at least you put it in your top 10, honestly. Yeah. yeah. It almost didn't make it, but then I thought about yeah. it. When I was making this top 10, and if I was having a hard time putting a film, you know, in, in a certain spot, the, the simple question I asked myself is, like, could I could I rewatch it? Yeah. Would I want to? And I would love, I would easily rewatch this movie. And I actually, I haven't since I, since we saw it in the theater. I watched so I, it, like, I think two more times. Yeah. I, I, I gotta rewatch it. I it even more, honestly. Yeah. Um, so, okay, yeah, so, it's your, so what's your number I, eight? Again, I keep on not guessing the fake because I didn't guess it would be... Okay, yeah. that's, that's fine. We'll keep I, going. I keep on forgetting. It's my bad, yeah. Here, so here, fine. Starting from now. I'm going <laughs> to guess your number eight okay. is... Uh, hmm. You know, I'm going to guess your number eight is Theater Camp. We've talked about that movie a lot. I do like Theater Camp, but it's not in my... Oh, it's not? Okay. It's not there. Okay. I, because, you know what? I do like that movie. I think it was a great time. The That's com- another one I didn't see. The comedy is like pretty good, and there's like fun, there's like funny, there's funny bits. But I think, I think honestly, the better comedy was Bottoms this year for yeah. me as like a as a, just a comedy film. And uh, yeah, I, yeah, I think it was a good movie though. But my number eight, mm-hmm. which is surprising you'd think so, because I, I earlier said it'd be higher would be was Blackberry was number oh, eight. Oh yeah, yeah. Um, I'm a big fan of It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia, 
and uh, not a big fan. I've I've I watched uh, I watched till pretty much the uh, I forget what season, but it was like the 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 last episode of those seasons were where they were stuck in a ship and they were about, about to die, but they but they they didn't die. How many seasons are there? Not to uh, be, it's been going on for a while now. I think it's in the in the in the lower like t- I, I get I, let me get I think it's like I forget the number. I think it's around like thirteen fourteen. Wow. Yeah. It's wow. Be, I, actually, I might be over. But they're it. probably shorter episodes, I assume. From like 20 they're to 30 like, minutes, I assume. They're like 30 minutes, yeah. 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 And uh, they're like great. They're like great. It's a great show. I, I was sorry. When I started watching it, I was like young. I was like, I think it was in high school. Mm-hmm. And uh, I'm, just, I'm just double checking. I don't want to suck a, a, a dumbass. Uh, no, you're good. Oh, my, my bad. It's 16 seasons. So it's been, going on, it's been wow. going on for a while. <laughs> I, I watched up to, I think. I forget this season again. It was a long time ago, but I watched up till that specific episode. I remember that where they're in a boat and uh, it's Mac goes gets invited to a Christian cruise. He's a mm-hmm. he's a religious guy, but then he, re- he but then he realizes that like uh, that it, you know his faith is not as much as, as it seems. Whatever and, and new ideas he finally accepts and it's a it's a really funny episode. There's a lot of great bits, but then after that season ended, I didn't I just I just did not watch uh, the new seasons. I just didn't continue to watch the show and. Uh, Earlier this year, I decided to watch it again mm-hmm. in hype, in expectation for BlackBerry. And uh, I, I started to binge watch the show and I was just hyped because mm-hmm. his performance, Glenn Howard's performance in the show is so, it just kept on getting better and better. The stories they tackled was just so funny. The ideas of these stories were so great. So I'm like, I can't imagine what he's doing on this film. And uh, and obviously, I'm a big animation fan. I love animated movies. Um, it's like one of my favorite things. It's like the first time I actually cared about films was watching animated movies. So, um, what's his name? Was in it? Uh, was How to Train a Dragon? Was it? Was a movie I loved a lot. Uh, a series I loved a lot. And uh, uh, what's the name? Jay Barshwell. I forget. I can't pronounce his last name. Canadian guy. Canadian guy. Yeah. He was in those movies as as Hiccup, and I loved his voice acting. So I was a big fan of him, and I loved him. And this is the end. I love him in a lot of movies that he's in, even in Goon and shit. So um, when when I saw the trailer of Blackberry, I saw him, Glenn, uh, Glenn Howerton, I was hooked, right? Mm-hmm. And uh, the other actors in the film, I don't even remember their names to be honest. And I know I know the director was was a, was a was a, was a partner in the, the film. The director the whole time throughout the movie was so like, funny. I, he did good, and yeah, you, yeah. there's no cameras, so you guys yeah. get. But the, every scene, he's his his face is just always like. Yeah, he, he was. Uh, wait, uh, he was gobsmacked. No, yeah. No way, man. Uh, we're not going to settle for four percent, fifty percent of the company. Yeah. It was. I, yeah. I loved this performance. I, it was really fun. I think it, it was fun. It was a, good. A side yeah. character is a fun story. It was. It was great to see. Yeah. And then the, the development of that character. And uh, yeah, but going into it, I didn't have like super super high expectations, but I was hyped to just enjoy my mm-hmm. time, right? So, but then uh, I watched a film. It was at home or on my phone. And, uh, you watched it on your phone yeah, my for phone. the first time. Yeah, yeah I watched my phone. Damn. You know why I watched my movies, right? So I I, I watched it on my phone, and uh, I, even watching on the small on a, on a really small screen, I was just gobsmacked. I love the intense pace of the film, the the energy, right? Of it's lean of of creating. It, it is was lean. lean. It is got a good very lean. Yeah, yeah. And uh, and, and from the moment you see that uh, the conversation or the pitch, sorry. Like from he they when they go into the office, you see how how Jay's character, the creator of Blackberry, Mike Lazarus, whatever, mm-hmm. how how he wanted to be everything. He wanted to be perfect. He walks into the room that white noise machine, right, was just like no no no. I would, the the intercom machine was making the white noise sound, and that's not what it's supposed to be doing, right? And he goes in and he fixes it. He gets he's really 
OCD about it, right? And that's like kind of that's trying to show us the the viewers that he's a very um, particular person and he wants perfection. You know, and he might not be a vocal guy, mm-hmm. but it's what he strives for and what people follow. <coughs> you know, kind of like Kawhi or whatever. He's yeah. a very he's a he's a guy who just wants to get the job done, but he wants to do it in a, in a really efficient manner. Yeah, and uh, that I think that that set the tone really well, especially you know the uh, even the the story of like Glenn Howard Glenn Howard's character. Uh, get it was a what's his name called Bals Balsilis or whatever. Uh, I can't remember. Uh, but whatever, but he yeah. you see his character. He wants to he wants to run the new division, and then he gets. Uh, he said, "Oh, actually, there's a new guy coming in for your pitch. He's gonna give you the 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 Canadian and the American and the Swiss tax thing, and he just thinks this guy's a goober. He doesn't think this guy's gonna be able to give a good pitch, and he's like, no, let me do it. But then he's like, no." You're, uh, I've made a promise. Like he worked really hard all night, but and but then he makes a decision to go up behind his boss's back. And he, he fleeces g- him. He yeah, fleeces him. He fucks him over, and then he decides fucks the boss over. The relationship between the boss and that that guy, the yeah. that, the tax dude, and then and then he gets fired, right? But he was willing to do that because he, he felt like he was making the right decision, right? Yeah. And uh, that's to the tone. Everything right there, and then the way he looks at the camera, how Michael, how uh, Jay looks looks off to him, and you can see like, oh damn. There's something cooking here. And then I'm like, damn, bro. I love this film. And then the the scene, like the gritty environments, how it develops over time, like where they start and where they end was crazy. And and I and um I had a friend, you know, he uh he did he wished they talked more about the Apple uh impact they had on Blackberry. But I feel like, you know, that takes away from the film. Mm-hmm. Right? And uh if anything, I even appreciate the movie more. Because they just the idea that something could be better just enraged this man. Right, mm-hmm. and and almost and almost like made him give up everything, in terms of like what he thought about himself and this company. All those values and morals was, were gone because he wanted to make a better product, make more money, and be more successful. And that's all. That's all he cared about. His ideas and his values would have shifted from just being something that creating a, a good product to being just being the top dog, which mm-hmm. is kind of crazy, right? Like that's where these guys falter. These big dogs, right? Instead of focusing on. The W as making man's mm-hmm. they, no, 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 winning, it. you know they they, <clears throat> they they focus too hard on that of winning the idea right of the success where then they lose the their focus on creating a good product or service. Uh, interesting, you know, this, different things you learn about while watching this film, and uh, again, but the the, perform- the performances were great. Uh, you know, it could have if anything they could have added more runtime too. To be honest, we could have learned more about the characters too. I I thought Glenn's character was so was so interesting. Yeah. So weird. Like you know, he's watching the the Leaf games, the Leaf games, and he's sitting there like leaning back, like, intensely. In- Sorry, I was leaning back, but he was, no, no, he, was he was intensely staring into the screen, and you're like, what is this guy doing? Like, what is going on yeah. there? It's just in- it's interesting. Yeah, I love the film. I am a big fan of the film. I know a lot of people won't think it's like that good, but I just had a good time watching it. I really enjoyed it. Yeah. Uh, it didn't make my top ten or yeah. my honorable mentions. Yeah, I'll be honest though, I I kind of forgot about it, and you know, it might have snuck, it might have taken Creed three spot, but <laughs> that's that's besides the point. No, I uh, I can understand yeah. why he said that he would have liked to have seen more of like the Apple side, but. Yeah. I mean, I think the company was on its on its way out even prior to that with everything that Glenn Howard did in the film with the uh, with the contracts and how he yeah. illegally set them up with. Uh, that was interesting to see. That right? was interesting, you know. You would think a company like BlackBerry wouldn't be doing shady business. That was pretty naive for, yeah. of him to do that. It, yeah, it is, with, especially such a weird way. Like looking back on it now, like looking at it years 
years removed or whatever, and seeing like how he attempted to manipulate a, a share price, which is obviously should never that is no mm-hmm. that should never be allowed to do. So it was crazy to see that he was just doing it to get the job done, right? And how many years it took for them to realize that this guy was doing this? Like that's crazy. Also yeah. crazy to see. And he, he didn't. He didn't tell any. He didn't tell uh, no. Jay's character. Uh, what was the name of the film? Mike, I think. Yeah, yeah, Mike. He didn't tell him. He didn't tell the other guy. I can't even remember the yeah. other guy's name. The thing is, you know what? The, the characters, because they're real life people, they have interesting names. So it's kind of hard yeah. to remember. They don't have like memorable names. So you know, that's a lot of times I forget these guys. Yeah. Especially like when it comes to bio movies, right? So, except for like Leonard Bernstein or Leonard Burns, like the it's a good name, yo. Low key, it's, it's a great. Yeah. That's a great um, name, though. And, and just as a bias uh, yeah. growing up here in Canada, I liked seeing a film oh, yeah. that was a showing mm-hmm. like Canada, like like the yeah. way it did. I just feel yeah. like we haven't seen that it very much. It was interesting, much. yeah. I think yeah. I, I, I guess I, I like that a lot too. I, I yeah, you know, so you, we see shoppers and yeah, shoppers, all these different yeah. stores, and, and like, hearing damn. about like you know some some other businesses and things like that. Yeah, mentioning provinces and cities. I'm like, damn, like I forget I'm from like, Waterloo where the vampires are. Yeah, yeah. what an interesting yeah. sentence to say. Like I, anybody listening to this from outside Canada, they're like, what yeah, the fuck we, is Waterloo? Yeah. It sounds like a like a clothing brand yeah, or, or like something. Yeah, a place in England. Ex- yeah. yeah, exactly. Waterloo. Yeah. <laughs> um okay, so where are we? I'm totally lost. Number here. uh I think I just I So you just said you're 8. Yeah, I'll t- uh, let me make your, let me make the guess yeah. for number So what's your guess? For your number 8, right? Yeah. Damn. Let me look at my list and see. John Wick? No. No. So my number eight is Killers of the Flower Moon. Killers of the Flower Moon. So we're not... We're, I mean, we just talked... We talked yeah, about yeah, the movie yeah. for like a good five minutes. So I'm, there's yeah. really not much else I can say. But yeah, so that's my number eight. What's your number seven? Here, let me guess. <laughs> yeah. Let me guess your number seven. Your number seven is Saltburn. My number seven is Iron Claw. Saltburn oh, okay. is not even in the top ten and not even in the honorable mentions. Oh wow! I yeah. thought I, the way you reacted when I talked to the I, I yeah. figured you'd have it. No, no, no. I, I, I do like the movie. I do like it. Actually, what am I even saying toward the end? Yeah, yeah. I don't know. The way you initially reacted yeah, when I brought yeah, it up, yeah, I yeah. thought you. It just you know, changed so much over there. time for me. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, Iron Claw. Iron Claw is a is a, is there for me. I I like the movie a lot. I think it, it is. We talked about it. It earlier, is yeah. heartbreak. It's probably the saddest movie of the year. I don't know. I don't think I've watched a sadder movie this year, bro. I agree. That is like the the, the, I agree. the saddest movie I've watched this year. The the tale of the Von Erichs. Mm-hmm. Um, I unfortunately made the decision to look up their whole lore and their whole history, and I think it doesn't remove anything from the film. Because if anything, like now you're looking at this like this interesting story of these brothers and the downfall of them, right? Like. How this curse or this hypothetical curse mm-hmm. and this this streak of bad luck, like how it haunted their their family, and how it, how you know it changed them forever, right? And uh, I reading it was it was obviously when you're reading something, it's, you don't you can't you're looking at it you're like damn that's like crazy. But then watching the film, the events take place, you're like holy shit, mm-hmm. like I can't believe this is happening, and. Uh, we were talking about it again in this car in the car ride, but you know, as bro- we're both brothers, like we're we have brothers, and uh, we have a connection, and we know what it's like, like you know, when your brother goes missing, or like he, he doesn't respond to you, or like oh, no, there's some 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 sort some sort of like of gap, you know, you can sense it, and uh, I don't know, watching this film, like no- knowing that like he's never gonna see his brothers again, like going from 
Sorry for spoilers, by the way. But going from like one, we're I mean, going from like actually He's dropping like dominoes, bro. Man. Five it's, to five to one. It's fucking sad. five to one, and yeah. it's crazy. I think the pacing was great, honestly. Yeah, it was good for deaths. You know, like a lot of times people rush the deaths, but it, like, but it was. I think it was well earned in the movie. They piecemealed it. Yeah, yeah. And uh, you know, and it, that sounds fucked up. It's, it's fucked up, right? <laughs> but it, it was it was a great way they went yeah. about it. The directing I, I thought was great. I didn't even know much about this. I, I know nothing about the director, but he fucking he killed it. He did a great it. job, especially like the the shots with Zach, you know, bouncing uh, uh, with the ropes, like, going back and forth. Like you can feel like some sort of like he's just trying to get his mind out of the gutter. Do they do ten or five nominations for what? For I know they do ten for picture. Oh, but for ten director? for movies and then directors. I think it's just like the regular. Mount. I don't know what I'd maybe is. throw that guy's name in the mix. You think so? Yeah. He's it, not gonna win, obviously. No, it's but gonna it was be a, Nolan. It but, was a good movie, yeah. bro. Like it yeah. was a really good movie. I loved it. Loved like, it. <clears throat> it's the only reason it's seven is because I just the other movies were that good. Yeah. Like it really was that good for me. I the performances were great. I do we were talking about this, again, we were talking about the movie earlier. Um, uh, but I do believe they could have done more mm-hmm. with uh with Jeremy Allen White's character. I agree easily, uh, and he's and things that when he has his moments, he shines, you know. And when you see him, like he he does take you you do like you're very hyper focused on him because mm-hmm. you know he has he has that aura around him. And um, I think one scene, I think again, this is all his direction was he's driving on the highway on the bike after he's won the chip, mm-hmm. and he's just you're you're waiting for it to happen. You, you're waiting, and and, and oh, that scene yeah, actually, bro, my, yeah, that sh- I had anxiety, yeah, bro. especially like I know what happens to him. And I knew what I was going to happen. But, but Sherrod Sh- yeah. was just like, bro, he was, he was like, oh my God. Oh, he, I remember, I remember he telling me, he's like, bro, like I was watching it and it was crazy. Like, I'm like, bro, I'm like, <laughs> I'm like, I couldn't imagine. I'm like, okay, okay, bro. And, uh, I know what happens, right? Mm-hmm. So going into it, I was like, I, I was like, I knew, I knew I was ready for it to happen. Right. But that when he's like, I think I'm going to go for a ride. And he's like, yeah, I was like, I think you've had a couple drinks in you. And, and he's like, no, I'm fine. And, and back then it was okay. Mm-hmm. But now I'm like, and then, and then the decision to to not show us anything, but then like he's in the kitchen and he's hopping. I'm and like, then you see him with yeah, that that blew me away bro, because initially I thought that was going to be the yeah. next death. Yeah, I, on, I did. You know, I I, I was trying to because I read the story, but I didn't memorize yeah. it right. So I was like, oh, I, I do remember there's some death suicides and stuff. Mm-hmm. Like I don't remember anyone dying from the bike, but I'm like, oh yeah, he had a he had an accident where he lost his foot so, so so since you know the actual history like yeah. did he lose his foot or was it kind of I'm, pre- I'm pretty sure it's accurate like he just lost okay. his foot okay yeah. yeah uh it's on my list it's a little higher uh and this film fucking broke me dude yeah i love movies about brotherhood i you, myself when, have, when we talk yeah. about the sorry to, no 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 you're to good be you're your good. host yeah, yeah no, no 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 it doesn't like, you know, i don't give a fuck because I, I want you to talk in depth about the love you have for this film, okay right? yeah, i'll wait then yeah, yeah. I'll, I'll wait yeah yeah, yeah i know yeah. you i know you do love this film a lot cause, i love it yeah, yeah. yeah i'll wait i'll talk about it later that, that's a very good point actually um okay so that was seven yeah well, yeah it was, that was so what do you seven. what is your seven okay what is your seven i'm gonna try so my seven is the zone of interest oh yeah Zone of interest yeah, so uh, this is a... Might those, have, yeah, Zone of Interest. Wow, great um, movie, It was the scariest movie of the year. Uh, and, and I truly mean that in the sense of how it was edited, the transitions between scenes, the sound design. It like So for the, if you don't know what the movie's about, it's an independent film from Germany called The Zone of Interest. And essentially it's about the head commandment of Auschwitz and 
literally his his house is on the other side of the wall of the concentration camp and we never go in there we never see any of the horrors you just i mean everybody knows what happens anybody with the you know what, what happened during world war ii the holocaust everything like that we all know about the atrocities and the idea of just that alone you told me about the film initially that hooked me uh, not because I want to see, yeah. you know, the Jewish people get massacred <laughs> and everything like that, but just like, I, I love, you know, history. I love stuff like that. And you're just spending time with this family and you're, you're here, you see the smoke coming out of the chimney. You hear the cries of families and children and, and like, oh, it just is terrifying. And how just, you know, the first, first of all, the first minute, first, probably two minutes of this film, it's pitch black. You don't even, you just hear things that set the stage. That was giving me anxiety. Anxiety, bro. I was like, what the fuck? Like It was it was weird, right? Because going into it, I thought it was going to be like a, again, like a distant, like star yeah. movie where like, it's no, nothing too artsy, but it was very, you know, this, the, the decisions they make in the film are yeah. so interesting. And yeah. I'm like, I was like, damn, I forget this is an A24 movie. Oh yeah. I forgot. But this is fucked up. Yeah. It, there, it was, it took, honestly... What a what an interesting choice, but a great decision to do that. It, mm-hmm. it really sucks you into the film, and each, I guess I, I'm not, I don't I guess I don't really think much into it, but I, I assume it's supposed to interpret like a change or a shift in like what we what we're watching and learning, right? Mm-hmm. And how it's changing in the film. I assume it's like it's like different acts again. Yeah. Like, there's probably more to the movie because I guess we have to we have to, I have to watch it again. But I think it's a, it was a great movie, bro. Yeah, yeah and it was a great movie. My God pretty much like a fly on the wall yeah. Sherrod pointed it out best there's not necessarily like a narrative in a traditional sense yeah. in this film uh there's no like real character growth no, no, because no. it's it's about historical events i mean nazis were terrible people they didn't have this like redeeming quality to them uh but one thing i appreciated about the film which we talked about was that i was expecting them to make the wife the one person in the family who had her like doubts and reservations yeah. just like oh maybe uh genocide isn't yeah. the, the best thing in the world no they made her just as evil no. as, as the main character i would you consider him i don't know if there is like a main protagonist it was it was, it was interesting i don't i don't know like it was it's kind of both i, I think guess this the, the subject i couldn't even know I, it was it was such an interesting film yeah, because I, I sure I, me and you and sure we're all focused on like you know they're they're talking or whatever, mm-hmm. but there's nothing where like we're learning about a, because it's a story that we know. Yeah, exactly. I mean, how many movies talk about this? You know, and it's something that needs to be talked about for mm-hmm. years because this history, some especially this type of history, needs to be remembered mm-hmm. so we don't repeat it, right? So it's just interesting to see a, a story like this where. At times, like you're seeing a mom and a kid, you know, raising just raising her family, right? But then you see the, the smoke, and my I God, know. It, it just it just and then you realize, holy fuck, this is not. I, I forget. You forget sometimes. I, I think there's times where like I, I'm forgetting that it's just it's not just a normal family with with a guy who has an interesting job or very intense job. A thought just came to my head. Yeah. Not to interrupt you, I just want to say before it leaves, this film essentially did everything that Killers of the Flower Moon attempted to do, but better. I think so, yeah. Because it takes the same idea of putting us with the psychopaths, and and we're living with them, we're following the story through them, but by the end of the movie, the last like 10 minutes, just that 10 minutes alone did enough to acknowledge the history and pay the respects to, you know, people that were from from Poland and from, you know, uh, Jewish people and everything that Mm -hmm. happened to them. I think that was more effective yeah. than 
because Scorsese wanted like not to get back to the Kills of the Flower Moon. I just think that this film succeeded in doing that better than yeah. what Kills of the Flower Moon did. It just I don't know, kind of like a spontaneous yeah. thought, in my opinion. Zone of Interest, great movie. It was so good. Like I don't know. I think you know when going into the certain movies, like you know it's gonna be good. You just you don't know how 100%. good it's going to be, though, right? Exactly. That's yeah. a good way to put it. And uh, I remember we had the same idea. I knew it, and the same thought was the moment the moment the movie ended. We're like. You both agree that this is the scariest movie of the it, year. No, truly, it's it terrifying. It was giving year. me anxiety. It was literally giving, like, my heart yeah. was pounding out of my chest. And obviously, like, I, I'm an actor, so I always pay close attention to the acting. The acting was incredible, especially so from real, bro. the actor who played Rudolph. Yeah, Rudolph. The main head Nazi guy. It was just so. And Sandra was fucking. Yeah, she was incredible. But we'll talk about her yeah, later. Yeah. Which I, I assume her films are on. Oh, yeah, hundred yeah, percent, yeah. bro. She is a two time for us. Hundred percent. Yeah, yeah. We'll we'll talk about yeah. that film later. But she was incredible. But what he did, it was all in the eyes. It was like that scene toward the end where they're he he gets promoted. They're yeah. having that banquet and celebration for him. But he kind of steers away from the social yeah. aspect and he's walking around. You're wondering what he's thinking. He said, like, "Bro, what is he I had no at? idea. I actually had no idea. I you know, and the thing is that they, it's not like they don't drop this idea that he knows yeah. what he's doing or that he knows that he's good at his job. Because remember when he was when he got promoted, it was like, did he want to get promoted? Like he did. Yeah. But it was it wasn't. I, I thought it was gonna be out of the fact of that he. That he didn't want to continue doing what he like, he wanted just to just chill and not do a mass extinction mm-hmm. of, of of a race. It was the fact that he just wanted to be he was selfish. He just wanted to live his normal life, right? Mm-hmm. But he, and then you realize he actually was really good at his job, but his job was so evil. His and job he, was so evil, and and thing is, it was he liked it. You could tell he liked it because when he got promoted, and yeah. he was saying, "I'm thank you for having this confidence," yeah. and you could tell it really mattered to him. God. And yeah, that last scene. So basically, toward the end of the film, just a little spoiler, yeah. there's a scene where uh, the main, I guess the main, the protagonist, so to speak, antagonist, whatever, anti-hero, whatever, whatever the fuck you want to call him, terrible person, but... Terrible, terrible. Um, this main guy that we follow, the head commandment, he's being promoted uh, to, I think, look after multiple other camps, concentration yeah, camps. Yeah. And they're holding this banquet in celebration of him and his, uh, his achievement, in air quotes, and he steers away from the celebration and he's just walking around this building and he's just looking up at the rafters, he's looking up at the ceiling, the walls, and you're wondering, what the fuck is this guy thinking? This building doesn't look that interesting. And after he has a conversation with his wife on the phone and, and he says to her, um, I'm paraphrasing, it's something along the lines of, the only thing I could think about tonight is how I can gas everybody. Yeah, it just yeah. like retroactively, you think about after watching him walk around and you, you now you know what he was thinking. Yeah. It's just horrifying. The more you think about that movie, the more... like. The kid, like how the oh, kids. Oh yeah. Okay. That, yeah, yeah, yeah. That, we can talk about it more later on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I yeah. haven't mentioned. You know, it's on my list, but you don't know. I didn't know if it was. Is it? It's it on. Is on okay, my okay. List. Yes, it was. Um, I fucking love that movie. Bro. Yeah. No. Great. The more I think about it, the more I like. Yeah, yeah, the more I like it, but not in a sense of like yeah. I enjoy what I. Yeah. Saw. You know what I mean? <laughs> I know what you mean, bro. Yeah. It's a great movie, though. Okay, so I'm gonna guess your number six. Yeah. Uh. I'm trying to think about what's left. Your number six. No, it's it's just gonna eh, poor things. No, it's Boy and the Heron. Oh, the Boy and the Heron. Yeah, yeah. I like. I couldn't enjoy. I couldn't enjoy the we movie, had, man. I had, have to rewatch I know, it. We had a bad experience in the theater. Yeah. These fucking kids were in front of us, like laughing though and talking the whole time. And at the end of the movie, they were like, "Thank God it's over." And I was, I, I was actually more enraged <laughs> that they said that. Cause I'm like, bro, what made you think coming into this theater that it's gonna be like a uh, 
Cars 3 fucking enjoy it. Like, it's not, <laughs> yeah. Clearly, it's not of that type of movie, you know? Not even to be like, an, like, a, like a cinephile asshole, right? Yeah. But has, this movie has... There's nothing out about this movie that said this was going to be a, a, across the Spider-Verse. Nothing. <laughs> like, nothing there yeah. was. Like, I'm happy that it did great in the box office, right? But people that went in with that idea, I feel bad for because that's not what they got. But, again, I was I was more locked in that I would say than you and Sherrod because, again, you are taken out of it. Again, honestly, I, I personally have a bias for animated movies because I just think they can tell stories so much better. They have so much more creative freedom and exploring these intense topics. I know the reputation yeah. as a studio. Yeah, and studio especially Ghibli Studio Ghibli. And, oh, my God. Yeah. What can, what can I say? You, the, their, reputation, their reputation speaks for itself. Like, I don't mm-hmm. know how to say much about them. Oh, yeah. I mean, yeah. look, Spirited Away was one of my favorite movies yeah. as, a, as a child. I remember you I telling me that. Yeah, yeah. that's a great... All of, all of the movies, bro, honestly. Great. I got to see more. I know there's so many more that I, yeah. I've heard about. you know what? Even the movies yeah. that he doesn't make are still great. And it's mm-hmm. like the studio just constantly makes like good good movies. So, yeah. And uh, The Boy and the Heron. So, leading up to it, uh, I was anxious. I, I wanted to watch the movie so bad. I was just, uh, again, it's one of the cases where it's like, I've been waiting for years. Uh, he said he was retiring, he didn't retire, but then he, uh, uh, and then he came back and he said this is his last film, and we don't even know if it's going to be his last film. And uh, I heard the hype was, was real, and mm-hmm. that it was a really good movie. I watched it, and I was blown away personally. Uh, I thought the story was great. A story about just a boy and the grief he has for his mother. Um, the, the interesting storytelling device of... Uh, of this, of the boy in the heron, the voice acting because we decided to watch it in the English dubbed version. It was actually really good. Yeah. I enjoyed it a lot, and I I heard it's better in the Japanese, which which yeah, usually which, is the case. Yeah, yeah. and uh, I think the next time I end up watching, it will probably will be in Japanese with subtitles. And Stuckman whatever. said he watched it back to back days in oh, Japanese really? first, and then in the English dub, and he said he, he preferred the the original. The original, yeah. right? So I think I'm gonna watch, it and maybe it might even improve. So. Yeah. I'm excited to watch me. Anyways, let, let me. I'll give a br- quick brief thoughts because I think we're. I, I'm, is it is this movie on your list? No, nope. no, right. Nope. So I'll say this. I love the animation. The the choices they make and when like the some things I still I still need to understand, especially with the the band aids flying when he mm. meets when he meets uh, his stepmother for the first time and uh, the relationship that they have sometimes it it feels like a little rush in terms of that coming to that point where they have like a disdain for each other which is in the, in the beginning it doesn't feel like it but it but apparently there is a disdain for mm-hmm. them uh, there's like some sort of like uh like shield that he puts up again i think we need to i need to watch the japanese version but the rest of the film was so beautiful um the story they decided to take with 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 the the boy for his name uh maito maito yeah, yeah. But you know the name more than <laughs> i do maito he his story you know where he just starts off with like his mo- his mother dying of fire, right? And then now he's trying to understand that uh, he understands it, right? But does he really understand yeah. it? Like that's the real question. Like you're a kid, right? You you sometimes the like, kids just accept things and then but then they have a very different view on out on life, sorry, and on out view on life. And uh, you can clearly see that he was very he's very like keep kept away from other people. He does he keeps people at arm distance, right? Mm-hmm. And then over time, like throughout the film, he learns to accept that. And then the meta story, really, what was going on was really Miyazaki. His, that That's was what his, I heard, yeah. That was his story. That was him. Apparently, that was a lot of the story that we were seeing was his his inner his inner demons with his life and the people around him and the story that his of his life, whatever. And uh, you can clearly see that throughout mm-hmm. the film. I, you don't even have to know much it's about it. It's like a love letter, him coming to terms really, with, his, yeah. with the grief of his own mom, yeah. And 
I just you know it was more of a eye candy movie. It really was, especially since the 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 ideas and themes where they're trying to show off were all visual. Mm-hmm. And the dialogue, I don't think was the greatest. I honestly don't. And that's like a yeah. hardly for man. And, it, and it's and it's pretty high up, sit number six on the list. Yeah. yeah. But I'm just such a such a biased for this film. Such a bias for this film. I can I, forgive bad yeah. dialogue in a movie. Yeah, if, I could, like the I, story I, itself is I, interesting. I the characters, great, especially with like they go into this in this tower that the, the family has yeah. been having for in their lineage for life, right? And then you meet this this master. Also, the score, bro, was like the one of the best scores mm-hmm. I've personally heard. That is one thing yeah. I do remember. The score was it was, was so good. good. Yeah. Damn, yeah, it was it was a great movie. I think most likely, if I were to readjust it, right? Because I was making this film, making this tier list. I, maybe I'll, I'll readjust it. Maybe I'll move it down a little. To, to maybe I'll switch it with Iron Claw. Move yeah. Iron Claw up. But that would probably be my my list. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah. look. The thing about lists is like they can change depending on how you're feeling every day, I, right? I think Iron Claw is, is a more solid movie. I honestly do. Yeah. Uh, but I do enjoy. Like I, I think the Boy and the Heron is a very enjoyable movie. I really do. Yeah. Um, we're gonna take five minutes. I'm just gonna keep it a buck with you guys. My bladder is about to explode. Yeah. So for you guys, it's not even gonna be a break. You're just a second later. We're gonna keep on the conversation. But for me, we're just gonna take a little little pause yeah. real quick, and we'll come back to this conversation. Okay. So take a guess at what my six is. Your six. Oh, sorry. <laughs> your six. No, you're um, good. You're good. What have you said so far? So, actually, I, I think that's a good opportunity for, because we're pretty deep into this. Yeah. Uh, so, just to kind of, um, we're approaching the middle of the list here. Uh, my numbers so far, my number 10 was Air. My number 9 was Across the Spider-Verse. Number 8 was Killers of the Flower Moon. Number 7 was the Zone of Interest. And we're now about to uh, tackle number 6. What was what what have been, what have yours been so far? Uh, mine have been 10 Killers of the Flower Moon. Mm-hmm. Nine holdovers, mm-hmm. eight blackberry, seven iron claw, six the boy and the heron. Cool. Okay. So, what do you think my number six is? Your number six. Ooh. What's it gonna be? Anatomy of the Fall. Oh, it's way higher than that. Oh, it is. Okay. <laughs> oh, I, I forgot. Oh, uh, that's okay. My number six is one of the best action movies I've seen in years. Uh, yeah, John, John Wick Chapter Four. four. Yeah. This movie, my God! I mean, I was already a fan yeah. of this franchise. You know, two and three, I like on on a superficial level, like they're entertaining, but yeah. they're not the most rewatchable. Uh, I still, I still think, even to this day, I still think one is my favorite. But my runner-up, and really, it's not that far behind, is Chapter Four. And I think easily, though, number one's my favorite film in the franchise, but Chapter Four has the best action. Yeah. Easily, that overhead scene, the aerial shot where he's going from room to room, yeah. and he's got the incendiary. Run- that was it. That was something like out of a fucking video game. It was insane. I, I loved it, and I think it also, as from a from a character perspective, I thought it was a good, good setting off to John Wick's character. Although I think we all know at this point, I think it's even been reported in the trades like. Hollywood Reporter Deadline, I'm pretty sure it's all but confirmed that a fifth film is on the way, but even with that being said, uh, I thought it was a great story, uh, great character moments. I know some people like to pick on you know, Keanu Reeves' acting. I think he's a great actor. I think his style just works for the character, the you know, stoic one-liners. I'm gonna need a gun. Um, no, I, I loved it. I thought yeah. it, was, it was amazing, and it was like a three-hour film. And it blew by. So, yeah. What are your thoughts on it? I, um, <clears throat> oh, trying to think of. Oh, oh. I like the movie a lot. I really mm-hmm. do. I I think it's it's a really good movie, but 
I don't. I don't think it. In comparison to the other movies I've watched this year, it's given me as much like of like food for thought. You know, like I've I've thought a lot about these movies on my list here, and uh, like you you what what you're watching is such a spectacle, right? Mm-hmm. And it's an insanely like insanely unique experience within the action world. And it's it's not like we haven't seen it before. Like we've seen what they're doing in only the John Wick trilogies, right? We've yeah. seen it in the other movies, but what they do here is like I think near perfection. Um, yeah, it's it's one of the best action movies I've seen ever in my life, mm-hmm. and uh, it was. I think it's a great choice, but it just didn't crack my. my totally list. fair. Yeah. I I just I love the characters as well. Donnie Yen as the blind dude with the with the swords and shit. Yeah, that was so entertaining, so awesome, and that's that's an arc that I'm interested to see to see uh, resolved because at the end of the movie, it's teased that um, the daughter of the guy that he killed. I can't quite remember. She's coming after him now and. Uh, and in this film, this franchise is expanding. This year, we have Ballerina with Anna de Armas uh, in in the world of the of the uh, not the Continental. What's like the what's like the underground society that John Wick like comes from, or he was like an orphan and he was raised in. It was like the it was like the Russian family, right? Yeah, yeah it's, Ru- I think that Ballerina yeah, movie is a story of them. Of that, yeah, but this ball like yeah. yeah. Um, so I'm excited for that. I'll check that out. Uh, okay, so you're on to your. Oh, and also, the director Chad Stileski is apparently there's some rumors that he might be directing Blade. Oh, really? That would be. That'd I, be I'm insane. All for it. I hope. I hope that happens. Yeah. I really, really hope that happens. Um, but yeah. Anyway, so you're number five. Uh, I'm gonna take a guess. Hmm. Anatomy of a Fall. My number five was Zone of Interest. Zone of Interest. Zone of oh, interest, okay. Yeah. So uh, I love the movie as much as you. I, I think yeah. I just I <clears throat> I just think you love movies more than than Zone of Interest, right? Yeah. To be a little lower, but I I just thought it was such a great film. I mean, I I have literally like no I have no comments about it because we've already talked yeah. about it, and it's it's just so good. I love the movie so much, and I think it's just a great time. Uh, it's funny. It's a great time, but you're watching like one of <laughs> yeah. the worst atrocities in human history. But it's it's interesting to see like a, a perspective that that was shown, and uh, especially the sound design and the way that the, the shots were chose, the infrared decisions, like everything was great. Oh my was, god! Was, was I all, didn't even talk about that. Yeah, yeah, that was it was all crazy. I think it was from it was a great movie, and it yeah. was like a, a experience that I will never forget. In terms of just like watching a film of, of this intensity. Like, it's such a... It, that feeling, again, like, you get that from Killers, from Flower Moon, you gotta get this from Zone of Interest, like, that, the looming death. Like, it's horrifying. Mm-hmm. And you know it's, like, legit, you know? You know it's, like... Yeah. It's not just, like, a... Th- I don't know. There's movies where, they, where they're, like, oh, are they gonna gas? Like, like boy in the strip pajamas, whatever. They, yeah. Some weird thing. Switching. There's no gags here. This is all legit. What we're seeing is just a... It's just a fraction of the atrocities what we're what we're witnessing, and it, and it's just and it, it shows us how normal they thought life was then, you know during the, yeah. during that time. It's crazy, yeah, crazy movie, great movie time, great movie. I've I've enjoyed that movie a lot. I'm so. glad you mentioned that because I feel like a, a lot of times studios and 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 filmmakers that tackle subject matter so heavy like this feel this like compulsion to interject a little like humor every now and then. Yeah. And in like a fictional tale, I I get that. When you're telling the story of like real events like this, yeah. it wasn't like that. They yeah. weren't like 
they weren't cracking these little jokes. Like, this was just business as usual yeah. for them. So, I'm glad you pointed that out. And, yeah, just on, like, a technical level, like you said with the infrared shots, that movie is just, like, masterfully crafted. It's yeah. fucking amazing. That was a, is a yeah. good movie. I think, And over time, I think it's just going to get better. Yeah. So. Um, my number five. What do you think my number five is? <clears throat> I think, bro, it's just hard. Uh, fuck. Yeah, it's getting hard, hard, hard uh, as we're uh, getting up here on the on the ranks. <clears throat> I don't. I honestly, I'm trying to think. Like, Maestro. No. <sighs> no. If that's not Maestro, then. <sighs> Ooh, honestly, I do... I'm trying to think really hard. Movies that came out this year. Past lives. Oh, Past Lives, yeah. This past Lives, I, yeah. I have not watched this movie. Yeah, so the thing about Past Lives, I just literally watched it like a day ago. And uh, so, I mean, you know, it's, it's still in my head. It's, you could say recency bias, whatever. Uh, the hype is real. This was one of those movies that was talked about all year and by all the, you know, you know film Twitter and everything like that. And it just, it looked like one of those movies that could, could, could easily be overrated. Um, but it, it's not. It is beautiful. It's essentially the story about this young girl uh, named uh, Na. I, th- I think that's her name in the film. She has two names. She has her 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 name in uh, in South Korea, and then she has her. I think she has her name in uh, uh, when she moves when she immigrates to the United States. Um, anyways, the the main character of the film. She grew up in South America, and she had this you know this childhood sweetheart, this young boy that she went to school with, and uh, and she. She ends up leaving the country. She, her and her family they pack up and they they immigrate to New York, and they obviously uh, lose lose uh, lose connection. Yeah. And they reconnect uh, like twenty. Well, first they reconnect twice. They reconnect twelve years later after yeah. she leaves to United States, and then they talk for a bit. And then I won't spoil what happens, but like the the conversations stop, and then they reconnect again. Uh, another. I think another like 10 or 10 or 12, 13 years later. I think I'm getting my timeline wrong. But anyways, yeah. And it threw it, and then when they reconnect the second time, she's like in her 30s, so she's married. Yeah. And then it's this interesting dynamic of like she invites yeah. this this guy over and the husband's like he's okay with it. He's not like you're he's not like what you'd expect, the evil boyfriend trying to get in the middle. They actually have a they have a scene in the film I won't spoil it for yeah. you, but it's a really interesting conversation because they're both uh, like screenwriters in real life, and they're lying together in bed and they're talking about how like this would this would make a really good story. Yeah, I'm the evil white boyfriend trying to. I just said I wouldn't spoil, it and I did. So yeah, no, it's fine. Yeah, yeah. Um. So it it was it was beautiful. It's a story that tackles you know regrets, loss of time. Uh, the the whole idea of past lives is like part of the the Korean culture. I think they call it the Inuin. It's the like Inuin, yeah. Have you heard of that? No, no. no. Oh yeah. Well, it's like the idea of it in the film is is sort of the uh, the mantra of the movie. It's like you know what were we to each other? You know when we pass by, if if we're strangers in the street and we pass by each other and we like brush shoulders, that that must mean that we were we had some kind of connection in a past life. It's it's really it's it's a very subtle film. There's nothing like it's just mostly just people talking. Yeah. You know if you if you're like into movies like Oppenheimer and some of these other niche films that we've talked about, I'm sure you'll you'll enjoy it. But I loved it and uh, the hype is real for sure. So. I'm a I'm a watcher. Yeah. I know I know yeah. you'll enjoy. It. It's the kind of movie that I, know. I, know I like. I like those those type of movies. I just yeah. haven't. 
I don't, I'm it's waiting beautiful. for the time to watch it, to be honest. Yeah. Yeah. It's a, it's a beautiful film. Okay. Uh, moving on. So yeah, we're, I mean, we're, we're in the top five. Yeah. So moving on to number four, uh, let's just not even guess anymore. I, I think we're, we're, we're so far up. Yeah. Uh, give so me your top. My give me your number four. four. Across the Spider-Verse. Across the Spider-Verse? Yeah. Fair enough. I Fair enough. I love this movie. I think it was one of the best action... And, uh, everything. I think everything this movie encompassed was so great. It is the best animated movie I've watched mm-hmm. since probably, like... Sorry, I'm the Neon more. No, uh, no, no. You're good. But the Across the Spider-Verse was amazing. I don't know. I, I, I've never seen an animated movie like this. It's, it's it's scale. You know, you understand? Like, it's a lot of movies, they and animated movies, it's very smaller scale, not that intense of a of an end goal, you know? And it's very, like, more personal lives and more, mm-hmm. like, a more contained story. This is something that is so big and so massive, right? But it still keeps it focused on Miles, right? There's millions of Spider-Man, but we're still focused on him. That's a good point. And uh, the animation yeah. is, is insane. The the soundtrack is really good. I mean, I, I enjoy it. You can listen to it just walking around. You know, it's, it's a great time. Um, what else? What else? What else? The acting, the voice acting, I thought was great too as well. <coughs> Oscar Isaac as Spider-Man 2099 was, was, was really cool. Easily but, the best character yeah, in the film for me. He's, so, yeah. he's sick. Yeah. He's amazing. He's, he's fire. And uh, I don't know. I, could, I that's a movie you could constantly watch. I don't know. You could we could just throw it on and watch. Throw it on and watch. It's just so much fun. And uh, it's a great. T- it's a great movie to show friends that are not like they just don't watch a lot of anime mm-hmm. movies. Like you or, or sorry, you no, no, or, or like other friends I've had. Like when I showed them this movie, it was they were they were wowed. You know, because it's something they never saw before. Uh, seeing all these characters, the different forms of animation. The story it truly was something yeah. I had never seen. And, and, it blew and, me away. And like the decisions they make when it comes to the story, which were insane. Like at the end, when you realize like they, he's being te- transported to a universe where his dad did die, right? Where he didn't get, where he's now the Prowler, which is crazy. Mm-hmm. I'm like, damn, what a decision to to face Miles against Miles for Beyond the Spider Verse. I I can't wait. Um, I think everyone, everyone and their mother has talked about this movie. So you know what more can I add than this movie is amazing. If you haven't seen it, watch it. And uh, even Nick himself, mm. you know, you're not even the you super super into animated movies or whatever. Like you're just recently getting into it more because and, of that movie. Yeah, because really. of that movie, it's yeah. just that good, right? So yeah, I love that movie. It's number four for me. What's yours? Or if you want to add anything? To yeah, it, no. The only yeah. thing I'll add is uh, it's probably the best multiverse movie we've yeah, had. For sure, and I actually bro. think they use the multiverse as as a as a way of like. It's a good storytelling yeah. mechanic. I don't think they use it just for the for the cliches and the and the gimmicks of it. Yeah, I think it worked well. Obviously, you have your cameos and everything like that, but like the storytelling arc in terms of like you know sacrifice one for the lives of everyone. Yeah, or you know sacrifice your father and everybody else dies. You know, I, like that was interesting. I think that was yeah. really like profound. Um, yeah, man, I I agree. I loved it so. Yeah, my number four is uh, the Iron Claw. The Iron Claw, yeah. And uh, we were just talking about this movie yeah. off, yeah, off, uh, yeah. you know, out of the booth, so to speak. <clears throat> and this movie broke me, man. Like I, I cried multiple times, uh, and I was like, it was, it was some of that ugly crying where you're, you're starting to have trouble breathing, and I almost had to step out of the theater. I was almost embarrassing myself, but my entire theater was like in just disarray. I could hear people like three rows up above. I couldn't keep it together. It's it's a story about brotherhood. It's a story about family. Obviously, uh, there's some issues I have with it in, in regarding the accuracy, the the historical accuracy of the real family. Um, but I'm able to forgive those things for just the feeling that I felt when I left the theater. It was, 
yeah, it was not to get too personal. I have a, I have a younger brother, uh, and, uh, him and I aren't, uh, as close as I'd like to be with him. Uh, and this movie just kind of reminds me of how much I do appreciate my younger brother. Not that I didn't appreciate him before. Um, but it just, it kind of reminds me of like the gift it is to have a brother. Cause not everybody does, you know, some people are an only child. Some people like have a sister and, and that's great. And I'm sure there's, you know, there's pros and cons to everything. Um, but this, it truly did touch me on a personal level and I, I loved it. Yeah. So, uh, anything you want to add brother? Honestly, like the, <clears throat> The more I think about Ironclad, the more I like it. Obviously, yeah. I love the sports movies too. Sports movies are yeah. great, and then I don't know. It's I think it's something that that we should just always remember. Just like don't push your kids to do things. Yeah, I didn't even talk about the wrestling yeah. aspect. I, I'm not into wrestling, yeah. so that wasn't the draw for yeah, me. Yeah, but it just yeah. it's just sad to see like how his failures, you know, pushed his kids mm-hmm. and him to do things that like they didn't want to do. Yeah, you know, but just just to chase this thing that he couldn't get right. So. That just, is a good point because yeah. you could tell there was almost like resentment yeah. in his own failures. He, he, yeah, or, yeah, yeah, and he didn't. Well, he couldn't. He couldn't let his children fail. But you know, yeah. But that comes with the cost, clearly, to their mental. So whatever. That was that was a good movie. It really was. I think it's again another movie where like I'm gonna continuously watch it throughout the years and mm-hmm. just remind myself like, holy fuck, this. Yeah. There, there are there can there can be sadder movies, you know, than I thought. You know, it's, yeah. It's, um. Okay, we're in the top three. Uh, I will actually take a guess. I'm going to take a guess that your third favorite movie of the year is Poor Things. Ooh, it is. Oh, it is? Anatomy of a Fall. Oh, it's an- oh, Anatomy okay. of a Fall. Because uh, I think we're pretty much, like, you're. we're, we're both going to mention it both, like, really yeah. soon. Yeah. But that's, like, one of the best, like, whodunit movies I've watched in a hot minute because mm-hmm. you know what at first glance like you're going in you're like oh like no we don't see the evidence so we're on the side of probably of the, of the girl you why would she why would she do that right and uh that first interview you can tell that maybe she was, is she annoyed by the drumming or is she is yeah. she not annoyed by the by the by the 50 cent song whatever instrumental like we, we can't tell but she's laughing because she knows that it's her husband trying to be annoying with it right mm-hmm. but uh, I don't know just that intro scene was very odd you know in a good way. Yeah. It made us just judge who she is. You know, what her... Like, we, it, it tells us all about her as a person. And how, like, she is... She, she was kind of flirtatious, too. Toward, I didn't mention it in the court. Anyways, yeah. I, I get so flustered about this film because it's there's so many things that's going on that, like, is so, like, layered, right? And then when you're watching it, oh, it all, when it all comes together, especially... The, the the child actors, some of the best child acting I've seen, bro, in years. Oh, yeah. That kid was so 100%. good, bro. Especially given the... Who the care who he's supposed to play like, oh, I don't know. That movie is like one of the best movies I've seen from the foreign foreign film industry. Obviously, which isn't saying a lot. I haven't watched a lot of foreign films. Like I've only really started adventure into the like you know its own interest. This movie, um, I've I started obviously like many others looking into international films more when I watched uh, 2019's Parasite. Mm-hmm. That movie really showed me that the. That the West doesn't always doesn't always have the best movies, right? Like mm-hmm. there can be better movies than there was. So, yeah, uh, what uh, what can I say? And uh, that this movie was great. The 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 courtroom stuff was in- intense. The drama was intense. The 
honestly, even the relationship between the lawyer and her was 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 it was romantic there. You know, it was nice. Yeah, there, there was there some, was some yeah. chemistry there, and I'm like, I'm like, there's some, there's a history, here. especially when they're eating yeah. that, that that dinner after yeah. the trial. Yeah, and you can see like and how the acting is so subtle, but it's so real. You know, like I, at times I feel so so uh, like loss of words of or trying to explain the level of like. Of, of subtle subtlety it is but it is you know it's so real it mm-hmm. feels so real and it is real because at the end of the day if this if you take if this was in real life you know that all this would come out you know yeah and and even the things like like the kid does with the dog like you don't understand it but then you do understand oh, it i'm yeah. like oh my god i forgot about that because yeah. i've i haven't rewatched it since it's just yeah. so good it's just a great movie yeah i don't know i i feel like i explain other movies so much better than this movie but i feel like it's this movie is just so much bigger sometimes that i feel like it's hard to like talk about i I know what you mean because it's not an insanely complex story it's not because when you when you really it's it's because of the the questioning honestly the a lot of this movie a lot of the a lot of the greatness comes out of the of how we are trained by these types of movies you know that have come out before of trying to always constantly guess who's done it well that's not the fact you know you're you're, now you got to think about how these people's lives moving forward and what's happened before right and how the, what what's what's been going on, bro? The the argument scene between them between them was amazing. Like that's marriage story level type stuff dialogue mm-hmm. that, that we witnessed. That 100%. was that was an amazing movie. I loved yeah. it. That that's why it's my number three. Yeah. Well, like you. Yeah. It is also no, no, my no, number three. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. I mean, I this you pretty much hit the nail on the coffin. There's not much else I could say. It, it's incredible acting incredible directing i don't even know who directed it but hats off to you because uh, this movie because of this movie we went to see zone of, zone of interest. yeah honestly no. i would have never known about this movie if it wasn't for, it was no, known about zone of interest sandra euler yeah. was in, was incredible in uh zone of interest yeah. but she's clearly has a bigger role in this film yeah and she is she's not gonna win it i just i know she's no. not but for me yeah. she would be my pick for yeah. best actress uh, i just think it's probably gonna go to emma stone you know I, and i get it yeah, I, 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 or is it? I always confuse the two. Is it Emma Watson or Emma Stone in poor things? Emma, Emma, Emma Stone. Emma Stone. Yeah, yeah it's probably going to go to her. And hey, look, I get it. You know, she, yeah, her, she did a great performance. But for me personally, Sandra uh, Hewler, is that her name? Yeah. Yeah. Yep. She would be my pick. She was magnificent, and you hit it on the nail. I mean, subtle, subtle acting is like a thing that gets thrown around a lot. Uh, but it's it's literally the only way it's you can just so describe hard. it. It's not big. It's not in no. your face. You you get everything you need to know through this yeah. character. It's like oh, it's amazing. And the kid, I I would throw that kid a nomination. Yeah. That was some of the best. That was not even just child acting. That was some of the best acting, acting. I saw honestly, this year. Yeah, it was honestly, fucking amazing. Yeah. It made me jealous, dude. Yeah. I'm like, I don't even know if I could pull that it's out. It was insane, so good, bro. Yeah. And and, and the, the doubt that he has, right? When the police, like, did, oh. did he touch the marking? Did he not? Was he inside the house? Was he not inside? How could he have heard it? Just little things like that. And and and, you know, we we when people have disabilities, right? Mm-hmm. We we tend to feel a sympathy for them, right? But we see how, you know, police officers and people of the law, like, they can't, they can't do that, right? Yeah. They have to treat it as so. They can't give. They kind of, like, dissociate a little yeah, bit. Yeah, they, they do. They just look and, at it the raw and, and, it's, and it's like, we're looking at it this way. They're looking at it this way. And it's like, you have to understand their perspective. It's, it's a very, again, it's just a lot about perspectives and understanding things. It's, it's a great movie. And, yeah. I, and I don't think it's, like, a massive, like, big brain, complex idea where, like, oh, you don't understand it. No, I think everyone can watch this movie and understand. Mm-hmm. That it, it, there's some there's something great going on here, and there's more than what what we see, right? Yeah, and it treats the audience with respect again. That that's again. That's, when a filmmaker yeah. does that, that's yeah, yeah that's what no that's one all does. I ask for, bro. 
Yeah. One of the best scenes in the movie is when when the kid is recounting that conversation yeah. he had with his dad. His dad was essentially telling him, "I'm gonna I'm gonna kill myself." Spoilers. Yeah. Uh, that was chilling. It was so good. Yeah. I I don't know. I just don't want to get into verbal diarrhea territory. We yeah. we both love this movie. It's amazing. Go watch it if you haven't seen it. What your number two is? Uh, are we just gonna have the same top three? Is your number two Maestro? No. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. You said earlier Maestro's not even in your no, top ten. Yeah. Maestro's not there. Okay. Uh, poor things. Obviously. Yeah. I mean, I I love that movie. I walking out of the theater, I just I could not stop thinking about it. It was so good. We watched it, me and my yeah. brother. And I even convinced you. I'm like, yo, like, I'm like, I'm like, I, I was talking to him because he loves these type of movies, these movies about like. Uh, evolution, not evolution about the person, and like mm-hmm. he's been on this whole like uh, learning about like uh, m- philosophy and whatnot. And this movie touches so much upon that, right? And and then the more he thought about it, the more we talked about it, the more he liked it. I'm like, yes, yes, come to the side, bro. It's an amazing <laughs> movie. And uh, yeah, so let me just keep it short and simple. And I'll talk about other things, but mainly, amazingly funny movie, probably the funniest movie. Like, it's so fucking funny, bro. I. I can't explain how funny it is because it, it at times it almost reminds me of stuff that we used to think that that's funny back in the day, like during our high school times, right? The, yeah. the verbiage they use, and I was just dying. I, I almost spat out my drink the first time we meet. Um, what's his name? Uh, her first Ruffalo. No, no, her first lover, the guy. Oh, like the the the, the, uh, the Igor apprentice. Yeah, yes, 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 Willem, yes. Yeah, and. Uh, he was just so funny. I don't know. And then you meet Mark Ruffalo. Amazing. Emma Stone. Amazing. Everything was amazing. And, and he, he stole every scene he was in. Not did. to interrupt you. He, yeah. he was the best part yeah. of the movie for me. Emma Stone was great. Yeah. Willem Dafoe was great. But Ruffalo just, as soon as so he came funny, in. Bro. So movie, funny, bro. Yeah. So funny. Yeah. He committed all these people. I think the same aura as my number one film. Yeah. All these people committed to the cause of making a great film. And that's what they did. Yorgos was in his back cooking. Uh, he actually like gives so much care and attention to his characters this time around. He cares so much about the evolution of them, how much it's changed over time, mm-hmm. and how people that are greedy and evil they will continuously do that and they will suffer from their consequences, right? And then there's people who are of kind faith and good nature that need to succeed and they will perspire, and that's what we witness, right? It also shows us like what an interesting way of, of going around during a development of a, of a human being in a person's body, mm-hmm. in an adult person's body, because. Realistically, that is exactly what would happen if a person of a younger nature decides to get into, is is in a is in a in an adult body, right? Mm-hmm. Because you know it's a it's she even says it multiple times. It's like it's a happy place, right? So yeah, it's just <laughs> furious jumping. It's it's a weird movie because I did not think it was gonna go in that direction at all. Like, did yeah. you ever? I did not think that. I didn't know it was about that. And it was it was one of the most pro sex movies I've ever watched in my life. Hundred percent. Uh, you. Sh- Going to this movie, did not look up like exactly the first twenty minutes because honestly, if you're not knowing the first twenty minutes, you will be shocked. I agree. Yeah. Going in blind, not knowing what it's about, definitely yeah. helps. It is. Yeah. It is honestly like learning about what happens, like knowing how how aid got to be, bro. What the fuck? Like mm-hmm. I was like, holy shit. And uh, even William William's acting was so good. His his, yeah. his relationship with Emma Stone's character was so was so nice. Uh, I don't know. I could. Uh, Put it simple, I think it was one of the best movies of the year. It's just so much care and attention as well. I agree. I don't know. The story was great. Well, Watching her evolve. It's not in my top 10, so yeah, I don't yeah, really yeah, agree. Yeah. But I, I, I understand what you're saying. The, yeah. the evolution of her character was amazing to see. And uh, I don't know. I feel like if I were to write it out more cohesively, like myself, like the of why it's so good, I could make a whole essay about it. Mm-hmm. It's so good. Yeah. 
Yeah. Uh, I mean, look, it's not in my top 10, mm-hmm. but I still really enjoy the yeah. film. And I think that speaks to a lot of the movies that came out this year. There was a select few, some of which are on this list, that like really kind of blew us away. Yeah. But besides those, because those films are rare, this was just a strong catalog of movies. Yeah, just a lot was, of really good movies. Yeah. Uh, and this was, for me, this was one of them. Yeah. And I mean, look, the cinematography is amazing. I love the sort of fisheye lens. Yeah. We're sort of seeing the perspective of Ella and everything's all wonderful and new and, and like... You know what, Shroud put it best when he came out of the theater. Shout out to you, Shroud. Yeah. Uh, he said to me that um, this was this did everything that Barbie did, but better. Yeah, I completely agree. Yeah. I think he summed it up the, the best. It's yeah. it's it's a, it's a similar story. It's like a fish out of water. It's somebody kind of discovering yeah. things and everything yeah. about themselves and the world for the first time. And it's been. I just think it, it executed it better. And yeah, the, the movie's so fucking funny, man. It's, it's so funny. I love like just these moments between their chem, em, em, yeah. the chemistry between Emma Stone and Ruffalo is amazing. When she Bella kind of peers off because she finds something interesting, she goes on a little side quest, comes back, and Ruffalo's like, uh, where did you go? It's <laughs> as if you disappeared. She's like, can you actually go invisible? Is that even possible? He's like, what the fuck are you talking about, Bella? <laughs> <laughs> like... <laughs> I don't know. There's so many moments like that. There, there's things where like uh, there's ideas that they yeah. talk about, and like they, they go to places, and it's like, bro, it's like they're able to keep the like the vibe of the place while looking completely different. It's crazy. And the production design was oh my god, the, the, yeah. it's gonna win costume design. There's no yeah. way. There's no 100%. way. Hundred uh, percent. And I, I agree with all the things you said about yeah. the philosophy and everything. Yeah. And yeah. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I think one of the heartbreaking scenes was actually like watching someone understand the idea of more. Of mortality and understand classism and all these yeah. cool. Like, it's not even like she's trying to learn more about those ideas, but the fact that she's trying to understand and cope with them. Like to learn that we are all evil, kind of. You know, we'll do anything to be above each other. It's we're, cr- yeah, we're just as capable as doing yeah. good, and we're also just and, as and capable. And you think as that she's evil. naive, and she is, right? Yeah. She gets take advantage of it, but you know what? Like, I can't blame her. She mm-hmm. doesn't who she doesn't know. I, I don't know. There's a lot of times like this movie just gets you going. You're so passionate about it, you know whatever. Because it's because it, you, you think like, she's like a pure human, right? Put in a in a weird situation, and it's it's interesting to see. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's a great movie. I do think the ending was an interesting choice. I could see how some people wouldn't be the biggest fan of like how they ended, how they mm-hmm. decided to continue the story near the end. But I still thought it was a great movie. Yeah. Yeah. No, it's I I yeah. I, I understand it. Just for me, I just I didn't. And one thing actually I want to address. Yeah. It seemed like I kind of wrote off her performance earlier. I don't want to. Oh no, but take I, I personally think yeah. she she does a nomination for Oscar. Oh, hundred yeah, percent. And, and I I don't want to uh, take her performance for granted yeah. because that is tough and that could easily be an, a, a, a terrible performance. Like that, it's very challenging. You're you're basically playing the 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 life of a person you're yeah. from an infant all the way up until their adulthood, right? Like I I get that, so I don't yeah. want to take anything away from her. Emma Stone did great and she absolutely deserves to be nominated. I just personally think that's Sandra Hewler for me. Yeah. Did a better performance. But anyways, my second... Oh, wait, let me take a guess. It, my, it's Maestro. Yeah. It's Maestro. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I saw it with Trud, your yeah, brother, yeah, yeah. and we both Leah loved it. Loved it yeah. uh, it's unfair to say this, but I think the, what, what kind of separates this from a lot of these other films is the music, but it, yeah. it's about one of the greatest fucking composers no, the, of all time. The, so like, you know, it's kind of unfair, agree, but yeah. the music is incredible. It's it's the heartbeat of this film with Carrie Mulligan, Bradley Cooper. Like it, I feel the same about 
in terms of explaining this film as you do for Poor Anatomy things. of a Fall, it's oh, almost oh, like oh, overwhelming oh. to try oh, yeah, and yeah, tackle yeah. it uh, and and like give a thoughtful, provoking description. I just, I don't know, man. It was just so fucking good. Not that like if you cry, that's the only way you connect. I just, I just, you know, I just, I cried. It was like it just, it touched me. The scenes where it, it touches on so much. I, some people were upset that they that the film didn't cover more of like the music, uh, like his career. I'm not as into music as those people, so maybe it doesn't bother me as much. I I thought it was a great choice to just focus on him as a person and his life, and they I think they did. I think they did focus on his career. I think they did it like simultaneously, but I think they put more of a focus on the human aspect, which I think in the end is what carries a film. I think like you get there's if you if your film is depending on just looking at the career of a person yeah. rather than than themselves, it's it's gonna lose steam. That's why I love the Steve Jobs film, Steve yeah. Jobs films with yeah. Michael Fassbender because like we see a lot of the elements, the human elements yeah. of Steve as a person rather than just like this. The, the figure that the public knows him as. Yeah. Um, but yeah, Carrie Mulligan for me, uh, as much as I love Bradley Cooper, and I think he absolutely deserves a, a Best Actor nomination, he was incredible, mm-hmm. and not this guy fucking directed and co-wrote this film. Yeah. He is just insanely talented. Uh, Carrie Mulligan was the standout for me. She's the MVP. Uh, this When she gets cancer and, and you know, her and the family are, are, are spending their, their last few days and moments with each other that like that's where i got it fucked me up man so but uh anyways no that that movie i think honestly like i watched it on netflix for the second time yeah and uh like i love this i think it should i don't know it probably is not because it's 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 just music that's like it's just music he's released before yeah he gets pieces that like he's he's going he's he's conducted and uh the movie is great. The sound is great. I just the reason I think uh, where where I think you mentioned before is 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 definitely just I just feel like I, I wanted more of his career. Cause I was, I was, fair enough. Fair enough. I was yeah. just being told that he was a successful. I was told that he has been te- fifteen years of television, TV, where he's television uh, teaching for music, whatever. And uh, I was told that he was he played for the New York Philharmonics. Like I was at the beginning because I didn't get to watch the beginning of the theater. I, I missed it, but. In the beginning, when I was watching again on Netflix, um, like when you see him getting selected and all that stuff, there's like the you know the the, the you you feel like some, okay it's building up whatever mm-hmm. then it jumps then it jumps and then you're you're knowing that he's succeeding in all these things right like you know the shot where Carrie's like singing and then she's and then it goes down and it heads up oh yeah he's not succeeding now too and uh, you're watching this and I'm like it's it's cool right that you're watching his successes but I wish I were to actually visit like actually see him like conversing and, and conducting in tar right. Like when you're watching yeah. Kate, she Kate walk talk through her her conducting and how she how what she exactly how she exactly wants how she has to change how she speaks to certain people because of their dialect and and uh, their where they're from in like Germany whatever so it's it was cool to see that right and that's why I compared to Tar whatever like I think Tar is like the better that was that one of the film, movies yeah. from last year similar to the holdovers I just didn't get a yeah, chance I think to see but I I heard that not to just jump in real quick I heard that. The person she's playing in that Lydia Tar is that her name? Yeah, Lydia Tar. She was apparently mentored by Leonard Bernstein. I did not know that though. Apparently, yeah. yeah. That, that but you know what though? I'll say this because of that film, because of my show, like I've been so addicted to Symphony Number no. Five, Adia Gato, whatever. The I've la- been listening to the yeah, soundtrack. Yeah, it's so on good. It's that so that good. specific song or the song that comp- that composition, whatever. 
like I learned the whole backstory, and it, it, honestly, it made me. It, it actually made a lot of sense why he chose that as the trailer soundtrack, right? The near the end, it's called, it's called like the fourth, the fourth. I don't know what's called the fourth something, the fourth whatever. Mm-hmm. And uh, I remember like watching it. And I'm like, holy shit! It's like the swelling of the the sound, or whatever. And I'm like, how does it? Why does it make me feel this way? So the, the initial the person that composed this music, Mahler, old yeah. old guy, whatever. Like an OG, apparently in the, in the industry, he was known to make like compose like epic, epic, large sound uh, music or mm-hmm. compose that stuff, and he made a specific piece for his wife and like the person that he loved, and that's why Leonard Bernstein composed this quite and, and performed it quite lost. Like not composed it, he conducted it a lot yeah. in his careers because he enjoyed this piece so much, even more than his own work at times because of the of the fourth and the second. It's so good. Man, I like, I love, I even like just listening to it while I'm doing things is just a great vibe. Yeah. It's a great, it's, it's honestly cool. And it's, and it's given me a lot because I love music. I'm, a, I'm a, I love music and it's something I enjoy from afar. But this movie really shows me that like the, the, the enormous talent you must have to conduct an orchestra is insane. Mm-hmm. Like I wouldn't even know what I would be, how I could never do such a thing ever mm-hmm. in my life. There's, I mean, since this is not going to be on YouTube, I don't think I have to worry too much about uh, getting copyright strike. But <laughs> yeah. uh, I'm gonna this this is my favorite. I'm just gonna play a little second. Yeah. But this is my favorite from the soundtrack. Oh, no wonder you also like West Side Story, right? Because oh, yeah. West Side Story is uh, he composed it all, right? This is, this is my. What was it? Oh yeah, I, I remember this. That one. that one. Uh, that's the one that I've been. What's it called? It's called. Uh, a quiet place, uh, postlude. That's that's my favorite. Can we take um, can we take a one quick break before we start the yeah, yeah. the ones? All right, so we're back. Uh, so that was my number two. You already I did my you? number two. I already did it. Uh, my number two was uh was was poor things. Oh yeah, poor. Th- okay. So number one. So we're down. We haven't said it in it. To the number one. Yeah, we haven't said it yet. For me, I think we have we have the same. You have the same because we, we. It's Oppenheimer. Yeah, it's Oppenheimer. This is this yeah. is the one. Uh, and I say it reluctantly. Like I don't. Even I, want, I, I know. I yeah. don't want to say it's the one, but it is. Like it's. <laughs> it is like it's it is the best movie of the year, and it's like I don't want to give the film bros. The, I'm not senior film bro, but like you know that's who they champion is, is mm-hmm. him, right? But by God, he did. He what a movie did he make? Yo, he made a rare film. And you watch it. How many times did you watch it? You watch it like eight times. I've you know, seen times. it. Six from start to finish, I think nine times. Nine times, yeah. I, I was under nine times. or ten, I can't remember. But but you watched, yeah. you enjoyed the movie, love it, and I know you did, obviously, because you watched it nine times. Oh yeah, and uh, yeah, man, that movie's great. I mean, I'm a use because I know you watched it <laughs> nine times. All, yeah. all I must say is quick, quick notes. Uh, I think Killian should deserve best Oscar, uh, best best what's called best uh, actor, mm-hmm. and uh, sh- this should get nominated and hopefully it wins. For best picture mm-hmm. and what else? What else? Uh, great movie. His best. I think his best movie since The Dark Knight. Like I think it's along along those levels. And if I were to compare to The Dark Knight, sorry, if I were to compare to The Dark Knight, I would say that although Dark Knight is a, is an amazing movie, I do think I, I and this is me, this is coming from me and you know me. I love Dark Knight, Nick. I I do. I do think as that do I. Oppenheimer is the same, or some days it can be slightly better. So there there you go. And yeah, this is probably his best solo film he's made. Like I don't think. Like original IP, right? Just like, one film standing yeah, on its own two yeah. feet, not setting up a. Because you know, I like Memento yeah. a lot, and I like and I love the Prestige. I think that movie's great. Yeah. And I what else? Inception. Uh, I was just hurt by Tenant going into. It. <laughs> I was. And, you know, Nick knows about this. Yeah. Bro. I was. 
I was hurt that Tenet was not the movie it was supposed to be for me. And uh, I had a lot of a lot of lost hope for for Oppenheimer, but he proved me wrong, thankfully. The best film of the year. And it's it was been hard for me to accept it. I really wanted other movies to be better. They just weren't. So yeah. Nick. Yeah, uh, look, I mean, anybody that knows me knows how much I love this film, and if you don't, well, uh, I'm not going to sit here for an, another hour and talk about it, but I'll just say this, so I, like I said earlier, I've seen this film nine times, and each time I've seen it, for me, it has just gone better. I'm a huge, I'm a diehard Christopher Nolan fan, I think he's he's my favorite director yeah. uh, working in Hollywood, I love his films, um, as soon as I've been following this film, the, the the process of its from its inception, from when Variety first reported that it was coming. I've been following this. You can go back on this podcast. I have episodes back in like summer of like 2022 covering. Like I've been waiting for this film, and that's a dangerous spot to be in because you could set yourself up for disappointment. It, it exceeded it on every level. Obviously, it's 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 an incredibly complex story of a man who was put in charge to create this weapon because he was in he was doing it in a race against, you know, the Nazis and, yeah. and, and it's like, it's, it's, it's like, obviously the, the philosophical themes are there. I don't need to, those speak for themselves, yeah. but yeah, uh, I'm not going to go on too long about, about this movie. I, I'll, I'll just say this similar to what you said about the, you know, the performances and everything. I think Nolan should get his first Oscar for, for best director. I think Killian Murphy should, uh, easily win for best actor. Uh, I think Killian Murphy, uh, or excuse me, I think Robert Downey Jr. and Emily Blunt, I think they should absolutely get nominated. Yeah. I personally, I just think there's other performances I would pick before them. I would probably pick De Niro, and then I would probably pick Carrie Mulligan. Uh, but not even just the cast, man. I, I think uh, the, uh, what's his name? Josh Hartnett yeah. as Ernest Lawrence was, was a standout. Everybody showed up. Everybody brought their A game. It was just a master class on all fronts of filmmaking, directing, acting sound cinematography like i think this movie could easily walk away with like the, the record yeah. of nominations um i've said this before though i i have some kind of feeling in my stomach that this movie is gonna pull an irishman i i i want it to win i i hope it wins i think it deserves to win all these awards i just i got some feeling in my stomach it's gonna get fleeced yeah i, might, I don't know i, I just might, i could uh, see getting all the nominations but walking with zero it awards because it kind of seems like it might be going that way we'll see yeah, after the next couple if you months, look at all these other festivals like killers the flower moon is walking away with the uh-huh. and, like I don't know. When so, is the when is the Oscar noms get? I think the nominations come out on the twenty fourth. Yeah, so we'll see. We'll see. I just with except there are exceptions because I think last year the majority favorite was Everything Everywhere All the Ones and that mm. won most of the awards. And, so. had, and had a good story too. So. And a good story, but yeah. I, I I see besides that I've noticed in the past it seems like the Academy is reluctant to just go with like like the favorite. Yeah. Well, what it's almost like out of spite they're just like fuck you we're gonna go with the with the real movie i don't know that's just pure speculation i'm sure that's probably not even true (laughs) i'm just yeah uh i agree sometimes or sometimes they make the i don't know i don't think it's the right you know what i mean i don't know but i love this movie and as far as how do i think it shapes up against nolan's other films look i've thought about this before i've had like six months to think about this i do think it's his best film he's ever made yeah and i to be honest with you i i I think this is peak Nolan. I don't yeah. think he's ever going to make a movie as good as this. Now that he's going to make, I'm sure mm-hmm. he's got 10, 20 years, decades left of incredible stories, original story. Like I can't wait to see what else he does next. 
I've heard rumors of him tackling Bond. To be honest with you, I, I kind of hope he just makes an original film. I don't think it's going to happen. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I I don't know. There's really not much I can say. I can wax rhapsodic about the film, the story, the bomb, the story. Yeah. Like, I, I love that stuff, but I don't know. I feel like I'd just be like a broken record. I've talked about I've talked about already on other podcasts how much I love this movie. I love it. It's fucking amazing. I think it's not only the best. I think it's the best. Like, okay, if you look at the Dark Knight, we all love the Dark Knight. I think that's his best, like in terms of directing, because he has to orchestrate all these insane things yeah. that are happening, all these sequences. Right? I think that's his best direction in terms of just like organizing a, a big event. But when it comes to yeah. film, heart story. Everything, not just directing. I think this is the best, best yeah. one. Yeah. And, and look, like it's such, a, it's such a weird argument because it's, it's, it's like art. Yeah. It's like you know, you could argue MJ LeBron all day because there's like stats and there's like objective raw yeah. material you could use to like fair one up. But like this is such an objective art. So I'm not even gonna sit here and try I and mean, say like you're wrong. Films. I mean, all of us are so different. It's, they're other, so yeah. different. For it's just a lot of it just comes down to like you said, feeling. And for yeah. me, I just think that. For me, I I look at it from all facets. The Dark Knight is the Dark Knights. It's I think it's to this day. For a while, I, you know, I was saying the Batman, the Dark Knight is the best Batman film there's ever come out. Yeah, I'm excited to see what Robbie Patty does. And anyways, not to get sidetracked here, but the Dark Knight, it, when I when I look at it, obviously there's a lot of nostalgia, but I really appreciate the film for Heath Ledger's performance yeah, and, sure. and and yeah. everything like that. If I look at it just as an entire complete film like you said for me i just think oppenheimer stands yeah. stands above because you know that. you walk away with so much i mean you learn you learn a lot about joker oh, yeah. right but yeah. when you're watching oppenheimer you're learning about our history something and it's something the actors and the director and the writers all they talk about is the fact that we should remember this mm-hmm. we should remember the the decision all these heads have made for this to be now the world that we live in, which is crazy, and then yeah. the effects it's of it influenced the world. Yeah. We're I think yeah. Killian said we're living in the shadow to yeah. this day of like he said in an interview, yeah. it, like the ending of the movie is fucking amazing. They like, do you ever like watch a movie and you love it so much you just like want to show it to as many yeah. people as you That's can? What, that was like Blackberry. I thought Blackberry yeah. was it was an amazing movie. Just I felt it was underappreciated for what it was. You know, yeah. no one talked about it. I, I got all my friends to watch. It. I got you guys to watch. It. I got you to watch it. I got to watch it. I got my other friends to watch it. I thought that movie was great. Mm-hmm. And then I agree. Yeah, those that feeling though is is so sometimes it's overwhelming. You know, you feel like it you is. can't even control it. It's like you just want to watch this movie and you want to show people. And it's almost scary because yeah. like you're showing a piece of like your interest to what other people. What if it's people. bad? You know, what do they think it's bad? Yeah. yeah, I've had that experience where I show a movie I love yeah. and people are like what the fuck. Do you is remember you're watching you're watching uh, <laughs> Suspiria and my friends walked in like yeah. Oh yeah, they don't know that type of. They walked in at like the worst moment you could. You had never seen literally the worst movie. Yeah, yeah, crazy, 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 crazy. Um. No, but this is one of those movies that, like, I've shown, I've, I've shown a lot of people over the years movies that I love, but every person I have seen, I've shown this movie to, walks out loving it. Uh, the last time, I think I showed the last like group of people I, I took, to, like, I convinced to see the movie. I wasn't like holding them gunpoint or anything. I was like, "Do you guys want to see it?" And they heard the buzz. I took uh, some of my, well, they joined me. Some of my classmates from school they joined me, and they all loved it. They they had a great time. So. Yeah, uh, I think I'm going to drop the Oppenheimer talk there, otherwise I'm just going to be going in circles. So, if, if you couldn't tell already, I think it's amazing, and I think it's top 10, one of the best movies I've ever seen. So, Do you think it's the best movie of the decade so far? 100, I mean, 100%. 100. Yeah. It's, I think it's the best movie I've seen in the last 10 years, I'll be honest with you. A bunch of these movies I've watched this year might even be in the top 5 of the decade so far, yeah. honestly, beating out other yeah. movies I've watched. Um, 
Yeah. Is there anything else you, you want to add? It's all, bro. <laughs> I can't add more to what has been already said about yeah. this movie. It's so good. Yeah. Um. Well, guys, uh, w- there were some other topics and things that we were going to talk I, about. I got I got cut. She hasn't got to cut. Totally get, get it. Short, I'm sure you yeah. probably stayed way longer than. I, I than, wish I could. Yeah. I no. Totally fine. We are just gonna we're gonna finish real quick. We're gonna just talk about a handful of films, just real fast. Uh, don't don't leave yet. I'm not trying to. Uh, yeah. Dip the algorithm. Uh, um, <clears throat> so we're going to talk about some films coming out this year, some films that we're excited for. Uh, but before we do that, just cause it took us a while to get through our top 10, just quickly list just one final time. So our audiences know, yeah, yeah. listeners know, and then I'll list mine. So what's your top 10 of the so, year? So I have to look it up again. Sorry. Uh, my number 10 was Killers of Flower Moon. Yep. Number nine was The Holdovers. Mm-hmm. Number eight was Blackberry. I'll switch number seven to The Boy and the Heron and number six, Iron Claw. Mm-hmm. And then number five is Zone of Interest. Four is Across the Spider-Verse. Three is Anatomy of a Fall. And two is Poor Things. And one is Oppenheimer. Cool. Solid list. Uh, mine was at number 10, I had Air. Number nine, I had Across the Spider-Verse. Yeah. Number eight, I had Kills of the Flower Moon. Number seven, I had The Zone of Interest. Number six, I had John Wick Chapter 4. Number five, I had Past Lives. Number four, I had The Iron Claw. Number three, I had Anatomy of a Fall. Number two, I had Maestro. And then number one, I had Oppenheimer. Yeah. Cool. Okay, um, so for me, these are some of the movies that I'm looking forward to. Now, the thing about making a most anticipated list, uh, this list will will ultimately change because there's a lot of movies that don't even get announced, uh, that, that don't even get revealed until like halfway through the year, and you're like, oh, fuck, I didn't know that was coming out. So this list could easily change, but as far as we know what's coming out, these are some films that I'm excited for uh, in, in no particular order. So I got Furiosa, Mad Max oh, Saga. Oh, yeah, so, great. Uh, George Miller, who's directed all the Mad Max films, is coming back to direct this, and I think the Furiosa character it was interesting, and uh, I'm excited to see this film. A Quiet Place Day One. This is the first film in the Quiet Place uh, now franchise that is not being directed by John Krasinski, although he is directing the film. And uh, so this is directed. I'm, I can't remember the guy's name, but he directed that film with Nicolas Cage called Pig from last year, oh, which, yes. which is apparently really good. I never saw it, um, and. I've always been curious. Each film has kind of shown bits of what happened when the invasion or whatever first took place. It seems like this movie is just going to be entirely about, I mean, the first day of the apocalypse. I, ho- I hope that it's not going to like be the like the whole Conjuring world, like universe. Yeah, that's like, true. Like the, the later movies. And even like the Insidious movies, how they've very much changed. And Sinister as well. Like those movies like... Yeah. They begin really well and then they, they fall into some weird. As place. soon as the original yeah. director kind of peers off, yeah. there's a, in the past at least we've yeah. seen. Um, but I mean, I don't know. I, I think with the Quiet Place, it's John Krasinski's baby. I don't think he would want to see it go in that yeah. direction. So I trust that he, he's a producer. Yeah, this, so I, I trust that he picks somebody yeah. who uh, has a real voice and then wants to say something with the film. Uh, up next, I got Bong Joon Ho's next film, Mickey Seventeen. Oh, that's probably the movie I'm most excited for. Yeah. Actually, like you just now you mentioned it, that's 100 percent the movie. Yeah, I'm most the, excited the story. For. I think it's uh, so it's it's a uh, I think it's what I heard. It's I could be wrong, but it's based off a book, and it's about an astronaut who's supposed to go on a colonizing mission to another planet, and then he dies on this expedition. Expedition, but then yeah. they have they have duplicate bodies yep. of him. That yeah, it's kind of like Moon with uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. What's his fucking name? I forget his name. Every, uh, every single Sam guy. Sam Rockwell. He's Sam Rockwell, yeah. yeah. yeah it reminds me of Moon. Yeah. I, yeah. I've not read much about it, but that premise like literally just gives me Moon vibes. I was so. looking at the cast. Apparently, Stephen Young's in the Stephen Young's in the film, and some other I can't remember some other really talented actors. Um, so that yeah. Uh, up next, Joker Fully Ado comes out in October. See, a lot of people are upset because it's uh 
It's a musical. I don't think it's going to be a full-on musical. I think there's going to be musical elements as a reflection of his and her Harley Quinn psychosis. Yeah. Uh, up next, I got Deadpool 3. I mean, I shouldn't have to go. We all know what it is with Deadpool 3. It's going to be multiverse, the real multiverse yeah. of madness. Uh, you got a great director in Sean Levy. You got the same writers from the original Deadpool films. You got, you got Hugh Jackman coming back. I mean, Ryan Reynolds, what more needs to be said? Then my last film, and probably this film is my most anticipated film of next year, as of right now, mm-hmm. uh, coming out on a weird day though, Christmas, is Robert Eggers' next film, Nosferatu. Yeah. Oh, Nosferatu. I completely forgot about that movie too. That's easy. And, and yeah. Dune as well. Yeah, Dune. Oh yeah, and, 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 and Dune and part Dune, two. Yeah. The only thing with Dune, we talked about it in the car earlier. I'm excited for it, but the the fact that it's been delayed and shuffled so many times because it's a strike and everything. Yeah. Mike's I don't blame interest has kind of waned a little bit. But the trailer so was it was really good. The, the it trailer was they good. just dropped recently was so freaking fire. That, yeah. that, was, that was amazing. Um. So are there any? That you're Honestly, for? the you named like pretty much like I didn't even think Mickey Seven. Is it yeah. Mickey Seven. Yeah. Mickey Seventeen. Mickey, yeah. Mickey Seventeen. Like seeing the teaser trailer, seeing like the announcement, Bong Joon Ho, Parasite. What parasite memories? Is it memories of a murder or memoirs of a murder? Whatever. I need to see more of his. I forget the, the, t- the title, but I did watch yeah. that movie. I watched that movie or something. Yeah. And that watching it, like seeing that movie, was amazing. Uh, I do like parasite a bit more. I know that people like the mem- murder better, but I haven't seen it. I need to watch <laughs> it again, honestly. But uh, yeah, parasite was amazing. So I have I have all the faith in him. Uh, and uh, and and probably my number two would be doing, and then number three would be. Uh, what was the movie? Nosferatu. I yeah. mean, you love Robert Eggers. Our favorite, one of our favorite films of all time is yeah. The Lighthouse. Yeah, hundred percent. If I had to do like a top five, Robert Eggers would, would definitely be in there. Yeah. Uh, my favorite movie of all time is probably The Lighthouse. I know that's a weird one, but that's just the movie that really. Uh, that his batting average yeah. is insane. Like every movie I've watched from him yeah. is so good. There's a lot of directors like that nowadays. Yeah. You ha- even like Bradley Cooper, Jordan Peele, him. These guys have only made like. And that comes out next year. Jordan Peele's yeah. new movie comes out next year, right, or the year after? One of the I think movies. his Jordan Peele's next year. Next year? Yeah. <sighs> Either at the end of this year or next year. I think it, I, I think wait. it got pushed though because I, I don't. Yeah, know I think it about might it, have got pushed, like, bro. But like, I'm excited because it's an unannounced film, right? It's they an have, unannounced. Yeah. And we're waiting. And I like Nope. Nope is a movie that actually gets better on the rewatch. So much better. I agree. So and it's the most rewatchable of. Films, yeah, yeah. I, I I do agree. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Batting average is a thousand. <laughs> um. Yeah. So I mean, is there anything else you want to add? I'm excited for this year, man. Every yeah. year I get more and more like I think this year I've watched probably more of this year's films. Like, yeah. 20, I, uh, 2022. I don't. I, I've watched obviously the films that they had, yeah. but I don't really watch the top contenders. I think this year I spent a lot of time watching the lower, the highers, the the bottoms. Like I watched a lot this year. How many movies do you think you watched this year that came out in 2023? I think I've... I think this was the most I've ever watched it has in the it, entire year. Because you also, you watched a lot of rewatches too, right? Yeah. So you, you spent a lot... You actually watched a lot, of, a lot of movies this year. I don't think I watched the same amount in theaters because I did watch a lot of like streaming movies and stuff like, at yeah. home and stuff. But at theaters, I, I, and realistically, I probably went like... Damn, that's actually pretty a lot. It's, a, it's, it's around like... 60, 70 times in yeah. the theater this year. Yeah. Yeah. I, yeah. I think I probably, I'd have to like, because there's so many movies I forgot about yeah, that I watched. Yeah. Like, uh, the fucking Nicolas Cage, Nicolas yeah. Holt movie. Uh, Renfield. Uh, Renfield. Yeah. Then there was like, uh, there was obviously Quantumania, the Marvel yeah. movie. Then I saw oh, I Shyamalan's film. Yeah. Uh, which I, I didn't like at all. Yeah. Um, I, I watched that a couple of months ago. It was so ass. It was not it, good yeah, at all. It was, yeah, it was terrible. I'm sorry. And, and I, I like Shyamalan. And I'm always going to show up for his movies. But yeah. he his last few old and this one, I didn't I haven't, I haven't didn't like either no. of those movies. But yeah, there I I probably watched around like 80 movies. Yeah. 
like 70, 70 to 80 movies. So, yeah. But anyways, guys, uh, is there anything else? It was fun, yo. I, yeah. I, I don't do a lot of podcasts and stuff nah, like that. Obviously, good. I haven't even done it with you. But every single time, it's fun. And it's nice to talk and just have a conversation. Absolutely. Yeah, I love movies. You love movies. Absolutely. Well, thanks for coming on again, brother. I'm sure you're going to be on again. We'll talk. Yeah, for we sure. We were going to talk aliens and, you know, <laughs> some stuff. Just some other, you know, random shit. Uh, but he'll he'll be back on uh, again definitely soon. So, thanks for coming on, brother. All right, Appreciate it. Appreciate Thank it. You. I'm going to drive him home now. <laughs> and uh, I'll see you guys on the next one, probably coming in in about a week or so. Right. Stay safe. Have a good night. Good Peace night. out.